0: Why not? I can't think of a better way to spend a Thursday fucking afternoon than have my hands full of meat.
1: <laughs> I can. <laughs> I
2: think a couple of different ways. What's Thursday <clears throat> evening for us?
3: True. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's a whole other thing too, right? Like, I mean, obviously we'll talk about it in the show, but like you guys, East Coast, Tyrese, West Coast, and I'm right here in the middle. It's like a, it's Is like it a, it's like peace? a, it's like a sandwich.
2: Yeah, it's like a keeping the peace of our East Coast West Coast drama. Word.
3: <laughs> yeah, so it's like we're in the field and it's cold and we're cuddling.
0: Again,
1: check it yeah, out. I'm not taking Biggie over Tupac though.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. All right, Kevin. I'm gonna count you down in a few minutes when we get going. And then uh play the music and then wait like a few seconds and just start talking. I'll turn it down. What are you playing? Um I don't know. I still gotta figure out the song. I'm going through my shit right now. What I do you know, want to hear, it, bro? Make it good. Okay. What's good?
2: I don't know. The Chinese gave me the worst gas.
3: <laughs> I hope that comes through in the show. <laughs>
0: Or more, no. swag. Oh yeah. One minute. I'm
1: excited that we're doing this podcast now because now I don't have to do one on Sunday and edit it on Monday night,
0: right? <clears throat> Isn't that nice? I fucking I do all the editing and uh, <sighs> fuck. Oh, the Pretender. What about that? What say you, Kevin? The uh, the classic. The Foo Fighters. Oh.
3: Yeah, fucking whatever. Foo Fighters kind of went lame, but whatever.
1: What? So you guys use you guys just pick random music for the intro for your podcast, more or less. Yeah,
3: yeah. we wanted to do what y- what y'all are doing um, and have like like custom, like somebody like a local veteran or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like come up with something. But uh, we talked about it a while back, but never really followed up with it.
1: Well, we had we had one made, and it was done by my 40th birthday, which was back in April. And the guy who did it still has not recorded it. But it's it's uh it'll be pretty cool when it's done, and he's actually going to sit down with one of my buddies. That's a, another fellow musician, and they're going to record at his house. I'm going to get on his ass about it though, because it needs to happen.
3: Yeah, that's pretty cool though.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Like,
3: uh, I think that would be cool. I mean, like, and also like, so we keep, obviously we can't run ads anymore because. Yeah. Mhm. I don't care for fuck about you that.
1: Mute, you muted yourself again, Kevin.
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, it's, it's, my computer. It's five o'clock, man. Let's roll. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can you hear me? Yeah.
3: Because it just, just said, you are muted now. I didn't touch that motherfucker. I are you stop muting
0: me? It's not me. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, ready? Okay. Oh, wait, yeah, there's more people popping in. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at no it. No alerts for this on, on Facebook. Hmm?
3: Jess just said there's no alerts on Facebook.
0: Oh, fuck. All right, well... We gotta sit here and try to figure that out while we do the show. Yeah you do that. I'll do the intro. Play the music. Word. All right. count down in three. oh wait. three, two, one.
3: everybody it's uh, Tyree here with uh, before I forget uh, with my co-host Kevin say hi Kevin Hi Kevin and uh, we got a very special show for, uh, hey, very Kevin. special very special show for you guys tonight uh, today whichever time it is where you are uh, we have an, another group of guys who also run a podcast uh, military guys veterans uh, infantry grunts if you will tell you yeah. from a certain part of the country um, where mountains are uh, the Appalachian Mountains if you will <clears throat> if you'll allow it if, uh, if you're familiar, uh, so these guys uh, have been doing the show for a little bit longer than we have, um, and they're already kicking ass and taking names, and uh, we thought uh, we'd bring them on, and we're going to be on their show. It's kind of a new show for us, and um, and uh, yeah, so here we go. We have uh, John Creamer and
1: Brandon McGuire with Clemson uh, Appalachia. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, can you hear us? Oh, yeah. Can oh, you, you hear us? Awesome. Well, I, I, we want to start out by saying this is the first time we've done a, a Zoom podcast so this is new for us too so hey we're happy to be on here with you guys it's so oh, first yeah.
2: four-way actually so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of weird <laughs> man. i wish i could say it's it's
1: the devil's first four-way way too so i mean one of us has to you know give in <laughs> i'm always the pitcher just to let you know
3: yikes <laughs> oh, damn it yeah so um that's uh wow so it's <laughs> gonna be I, great. Listen to a few, a few of your guys' shows, and I, I do have to say that like the grunt humor is top notch. It is there. <laughs> it is perfect. It's what you would expect from a show called Grunts in Appalachia. Yeah. Um. And uh, I just, uh, I was, just, I'm telling you, like, and I, John, I know I talked about this before, but like, the episode where you going on about the woolly, like, I was dying, fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, Brandon, I think it was you talking about shitting off the back of
0: a, of a fucking five-ton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we had a good conversation partner. about that <laughs> one. <laughs> Hanging your yeah. ass out the back of a five-ton. Five-ton wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. dying laughing. I was like,
3: everybody
1: <laughs> everybody knows about that. That's, oh, yeah. that's been in there.
3: Well, I got, I got to say, and, and Tyree backing up on this, uh, I, that wasn't a term where we were in Germany. Um, I, I think we just didn't talk about it.
4: No,
2: nobody
1: talked about it. Yeah. What, the boner?
2: Get out to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm
1: 20 years out now, and this is the first time that I've ever actually spoken about it. I mean, we had to eventually come out of the closet and be like, hey, you know what? This is what actually happened. So you guys don't have to shame to yourselves anymore. Just... Standard. So that's, that's what's going on.
2: And now everyone, if they heard it before they go to basic, they're just <laughs> rolling around in the back of five tons, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Every going to like, I know, I know. What's up?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I, you know, I've always, i know, I've always said like, uh, so. And we were Tyree and I were both in from 0105 on active, and uh, and and I've always I've always said that the infantry, at least in the army, and I'm sure in the Marine Corps, um, was was uh, is the what? How do I put it? the the gayest most homophobic organization (laughs) um in the don't ask don't tell policy of the army you you know you know what i mean like it was
2: wild times
3: you know how many people
0: whip their balls out just to whip them out just to whip them army people
1: just being stationed at camp lejeune i'll never forget this we were we were under hurricane warning so we all had to be in the coast we all had to wear our jackets and our Kevlars. Mm -hmm. and our first sergeant made the big mistake of saying hey guys you have to wear your flak jackets and Kevlar's anytime you're outside. He gave us no other stipulations of what we had to wear. So he got a bunch of grunts drunk in the barracks running around and all they're wearing is their flak jacket and their helmets and, and our duty guys. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? And there's people running up and down we had a guy from Oklahoma that's out there and he's got the bull horns like the devil's the devil uh, hand with, with the horns and he and he goes rip and twist the boys, give her the horns. Stuck between his legs, stuck <laughs> in the air, and then was running down the hall went running down the barracks stark naked, except for his Kevlar and flat jacket. I'm I mean, down with just, that. How
3: it is. Yeah. yeah, no, that's and, and it, that doesn't describe out. the infantry. That's,
1: that's a Tuesday, by the way. Yeah. That's a Tuesday. Oh yeah. yeah,
3: exactly
0: um wednesday no, Super for, one
3: that reminds me of a time so like when we were in the field uh, there in grafmovere we're, we're, we're grapher i can't remember we're doing gunnery so i guess it was holenfels and and tyree it, it was you right i walk into the barracks it's nighttime right we're doing night fire so the barracks light like, had to be off except for like all these like red or yeah they're all the little red lights in there and i come i'll come walking in there and up come, out of nowhere comes this like dark figure um with this ginormous like passes, his knees fucking wang just like flopping around. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? And it's time three.
0: It's one hundred percent true. Sock. With a sock. I'm a chili pepper a fan, sock. man. That's what they do. So I wrapped a <laughs> green sock around my cock and balls and walked around the bear. uh the uh, room. <laughs> oh, Caldwell, he started screaming when I sat next to him. <laughs> no, <God. laughs> hey man, okay, so let's uh let's get down to business here. We have some cert- We have certain questions we ask everyone on our show, um, and that's not going to be any different. So, We're
3: still asking you questions.
0: What? <laughs>
3: I said, I'm, I'm Harry. I'm, I'm working with you, man. Was
2: that the question, though? No, no, no. The oh, question.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> the question's going to be: uh, Why did you join the military? Simple.
2: How about yeah. you go first, Brand? Uh, so I, was, I actually tried to join the reserves, man. Like, a while. I was going to college and I just didn't care. So I thought maybe I'll just go join the reserves and pay for my own college instead of my parents paying because then I might care. And, they, you know, they got me. They were like, oh, that dude's not here. And I'm like, well, who are you? And he's like, active duty. And I was like, well, what's that? He said, uh, you can go away for three years and come back. I was like, sweet, I'll try that. Hmm. That's my story. <laughs> it was the 90s.
1: <laughs> 21 was, years later. <laughs> yeah, well, it? Is 90s. There's nothing going on. What the hell
2: is that? Wow. Hey. No, um, there was no wars, no nothing. It was the late 90s. Where were you stationed? Uh, I started off, I mean, I did basic and all that shit at Benning and airborne school, and then I went to Bragg, and that's that was my first duty station. Fort Bragg. Were you airborne? Yeah, yeah. Right on know
1: you guys know that Fort Bragg is gonna be Fort Liberty, right?
3: No, I'm not in my life. Is it I I heard they're changing names. Yeah. I'm I'm Bragg, solid. Hood, Bragg, Benning, yeah. Gordon, I think.
2: Jesus. Yeah. All the all the or, all the bug bases in the South <laughs> Like the two dudes who are still alive from World War Two with like five combat jumps are gonna you think they're gonna call it Fort Liberty? Right. Yeah. Right. No, that and that's that's a whole interesting
3: uh thing um that I am not really gonna talk too much on because I'm still in the army so you know I'm not trying to like <laughs> cause oh, any waves. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, you're still
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm in the I'm in the reserves and, and I, I will say so I was active first and then come into the reserves and yeah. um, it's a different animal for sure, especially coming off of active duty. For
2: um, sure. I mean like did you have to I guess maybe the reserves are a little different than active duty. I would think if you're still like completely active you would have to get some sort of PAO waiver or something to be able to do a podcast uh no actually so so I, I
3: i spoke with my my company command team my we actually just got a new battalion command team. i don't even know if they know but like my previous one they they were aware yeah. and they were all supportive of it you know i think um they, they were fine with it they were just like so long as i'm not using the military to promote the show um so you know i can't obviously make posts about like i'm an art you know United know yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. drill sergeant blah
1: blah blah you know so sure
4: yeah
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, my story is pretty uh, simplistic. I was I was probably 10 years old and had a crush on this girl down the road from me, and she was probably five or six years older than I was. And I remember her going out on a prom or a uh, homecoming, I can't remember which, and a Marine picked her up. And I asked my dad, I said, Dad, what's, who is that? Like, what's that guy wearing? And I'm sure he was like a private or a PFC, but he still looked really cool to me at 10. Mm-hmm. And my dad goes, well, that's a Marine. I said, I said, well, I'm going to wear that uniform one day. And my parents were like, yeah, they, they laughed it off. And I said, no, I'm, I'm serious. And I never I never left at it. And, and it wasn't because of her at that point. I looked into it, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. So when I turned 17, I tried to get my mom to let me sign up early. She wouldn't let me do it. She waited until my 18th birthday. I signed then. And as soon as I graduated, I was on the bus <laughs> to Paris Island. What year did you join? 2000. 2000. Okay, so yeah. right around the same time we came in. Yeah, we were all around the we, same.
3: Uh, <clears throat> we both came in in 01. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it's really, really fast for the people uh, – From the other show and not from, uh, before I forget. Um, me and Kevin, Kevin and I, whatever, English sucks. The two of us. There you go. Um, we both joined, not together, but, uh, and at towards the end of 2001, I was, uh, 2000, I was 17, fresh out of the army. I'm sorry, fresh out of high school. Uh, I didn't have shit going on. I didn't apply to any schools. In the back of my head, I'm like, I'm gonna join the army no matter what. So all this shit is mildly interesting. And uh, off the forbidding I went, man. No, nothing really to uh, it was
1: now you wouldn't even have to have a high school degree. You could have been like you know or a high school diploma. Man. I'm out.
3: Yeah. so that's that's a thing for me right now uh, is so like the, the, the what, what's going on with the army? I, I mean, I think I can pretty easily speak on this, but like um, so we're doing they, they they did away with a, a need for a high school diploma GED. Um, they they revamped. Uh, the tattoo policy. So, Brandon, you you probably remember back when we had yeah. the Sergeant Major the Army Chandler when they yep. had the 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 beefed up uh tattoo policy, right? You had to take pictures and shit. Yep. So now it's a now like and then he 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 left and Sergeant Major Daly came in, and then they started waving
2: tattoos in certain areas. Well, I think that yeah, I think they did that around one. Maybe it was was it still was it Tilly who did it? Maybe, maybe. It um, Tilly, that, like you couldn't have neck hand anything that showed in your dress uniform, remember? Yeah, Right, and, right, and, right, yeah. And then they're like, eh, I mean, we kind of need some guys to go overseas. So yeah, right. it was like, yeah, whatever you got. Then, you know, the need to deploy went away and then it was like, oh, back to tattoo policies. And now they're all just gone again.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the tattoo policies. right. You know, like what well, we needed is long-haired, long-bearded, uh, Viking-looking bastards that are ready to get off a plane and just screw stuff up. And that's the way it should be anyways.
0: Right. Hey, I'll come through well, with an yeah. afro. So I'll with- fuck
3: shit up too. What was interesting, though, is is so back then it was it was tattoo waivers and now it's a it's a it's the total policy change. Right. Yeah. So it's it's like it's now like the standard or the rule or the guideline or whatever the fuck. Right. And yeah. so on top of that. Right. So they're also. Um, oh, man. What was it? They There was like four different things that the army has done to make it easier to join. And I have I have my own theories on that, but um, I'm going to leave those.
2: Uh, Sure. You know, I would (laughs) say so. When I joined, I remember we had a a dude from Nam still, like in our battalion. (laughs) No shit. And it was like, you know, he's like, "You guys are pussy, You know, okay. Yeah. Just brand
1: showing his age. He actually his birthday is Saturday. Yeah.
2: So, but but the thing is, is like you know, the younger generation was always pussies, and I don't know if anyone's more pussified or if we're just older and grumpier. Because I know by the time I retired, I was like, God, this young generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's always <laughs> going to be that. It's never going to be as hard for someone it coming in now as it was for you because <laughs> right. that's just how it is. So, I, you know, I don't know what weight it holds to me because I, I just don't know. I, was I old and grumpy or were they soft? I, right. I, I, <clears throat> but I do think Americans are a lot softer now, you know. You know, no one's building forts in these woods. No or... one's building
1: forts. No one's riding bikes. No one's I mean, doing do you, anything.
2: Do you see kids yeah. killing ants with magnifying
1: glasses anymore? Man, I didn't think that was, I, but I, I mean, I've done that myself. Yeah, yeah that's what. Like, yeah. I, that's, I love starting fires with magnifying yeah, glasses yeah, when right, I was
2: a kid. That's what, that was cool. Like, I'm gonna go kill shit with this glass. I, I would actually melt
1: <laughs> yeah. army men, the little green right. army men. I'd yeah. melt them with it. I love it. it. And
3: that's up. why you, kind of you, fucked up, honestly.
2: That's why we all ended up in the military.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for real, I mean, and for real, but like, so. I was going to say, uh, so I've, I've been, I've been in, in the uh, army reserve drill sergeant program, uh, for a while. And a lot of people will like, <laughs> people have given me shit because I, I've stayed in the same unit since I came into the reserve. So I've been in the same unit for, since, since, uh, 2006. Um, and I've been a drill since 2008, right? I love the job. It's an amazing job. Um, it's super fun, super rewarding. Um, and you know, I, I, I got old in it, so I hurt more.
4: <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> yeah.
3: going off and doing, like, the combat thing, even though, like, you know, like, the mentions of, like, who might go to war with, with Russia to help Ukraine or or this or that or whatever the fuck. And, and in my mind, I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to be a part of that. But we, need, but we
1: need grumpy old guys like you that are mad enough to do it. I mean, right. Honestly. Yeah, well, my ankle hurts. You know what I mean? But no, but no. Um, so I <laughs> my ankle hurts, and now now I'm killing ten Russians instead of five. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, Like you're mad, you're angry. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. And now you know what it means to be a Marine because we're angry all the <laughs> time.
3: But like, I I look back to to um, my first time on the trail, um, and 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 then like my most my most recent time on the trail. So that's about a ten year, eleven year, thirteen. Fuck, I can't do math. Fourteen. I don't know. A lot of years. Um. And there is a, there is a huge difference um, in the type of person joining the, at least the army, the type of person joining the military to, to, you know, take on that role, to be be in that job. It's, it's, it's a huge difference because when I first went on the trail in 2009, um, I did four cycles at Fort Sill, um, all male, uh, not that that has any bearing on it, but like all male. And, um, and it was, they, 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 they had a very different mentality from the last time I was up. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's still a handful of those ones that are like gung ho, like hard chargers wanting to like, you know, go out there and be the Patriot or be the soldier, do good things and whatever else. And then, but it's definitely, uh, more injuries going to the TMC, um, the troop medical center. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot more of that. Um, but as, as one of our previous guests, um, who's a current start major uh, in a battalion down at Fort Polk in Louisiana, as, as he said, the, 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 this new generation is a little bit smarter than we were. Um, they're obviously more tech savvy um, because they grew up with it, right? It's just, you know, so, some some type of technology in their hand is, is, is the norm.
2: Oh, yeah. Like every kid joining every MOS can run some Ethernet cables and, you know what I mean? Yeah, because but. Because they can't go without Internet. And it's like, If you told me to do that, I'd be like, dude.
1: (laughs) We had we had one guy, one guy in our company, and that was it that could steal cable for us in the barracks. We loved him like we took care of that guy because he would go in there after the cable company unhooked us all. He'd go right back in and hook us all right (laughs) back up. You gotta love
0: that guy, right? That guy, you you, you gotta, yeah. Hey, so I feel like
1: Tyree's probably that guy. Tyree, are you that guy? You the guy that hooks up the
0: free cable? Oh no. No, I'm the one that steals people cable. So in, in the chat, we have a couple questions from the listeners right now. Someone asked Kevin, why do you have a sock on your microphone? So the sock,
3: um, that's what this is. This is a sock. Um, it prevents p- 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 the piece on the the, was it the like as long as the plosives, right? Okay. So like every time you say something like a P or whatever, like I'll take the sock off. And uh, it'll look a little smaller when I take it off, so don't. (laughs) (laughs) He's a shower, not a a grower, not a shower. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, the sound audio or the audio sounds a little better, but then you get all these extra sounds. And y'all know how breathy I am. Um, I can be very, very breathy. Um, Very, very Marilyn Marilyn Monroe singing Happy Birthday. Are you a deep
1: breather, Kevin?
0: (laughs) I am. I'm a mouth breather, too, at (laughs) that. Yeah, you should yeah. hear when we record and I edit. I'm like, Man, not- Kevin's breathing everywhere. <laughs>
3: everywhere. Nah, it it does get pretty bad. But that's what the sock is for. Um and it's uh so I chose this sock in case y'all are wondering, uh, because it's
1: the only that one. Sock? Oh, that's your that's your favorite sock. That's Kevin's yeah. favorite sock. <laughs> it is it is, it is my, get, my favorite sock. Your Kevin's mic.
3: A board. <laughs> yeah. It, it is a black sock, so you can definitely tell where in parts it's not black. You can knock someone clean out with that damn thing. It is <laughs> stiff. It is a stiff sock. <laughs> He's
1: like, I can hit a home run with this thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a crunchy sock. Yeah. Walker said a happy sock. Exactly, buddy. Exactly. <laughs>
0: All um, right. So let's get back yeah. to our bullshit. Next question, folks. And uh I had a
2: quick question. Oh, go for uh, it. Why should a youngster join the military?
0: Oh Wait, was, hold on. Who? That that why was I don't even know who that was talking. Who is that? JJ. AACD JJ. JJ. Okay. I was um, wondering, like, why youngsters should enlist in, like, you know, the Army, Marines, Navy, et cetera. Well, why youngsters should?
1: I can take that one. I mean, yeah, I, have it. yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty easy. A lot of people that I met in the Marine Corps, I would say, came from a very poor background. And one of the ways to get out of poverty is to join the military. You have the options to go to school when you get out, you have all kinds of job on the job training while you're there. So it's a, it's a way out of getting breaking generational curses of poverty is, is typically the biggest thing for a lot of people in the military. Secondly, do you have some people that are just Patriots and they want to, they want to serve their country? Thirdly, they don't want people our age because people our age are going to question them and they don't want questions. They want you to do exactly what you, what they're telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Man,
2: it's a paycheck too. Can't it's
0: confirm. a
1: paycheck. Yeah. Let's
4: a
2: paycheck. say, in the hypothetical
0: sense, um, I wasn't in poverty or I, I was just normal,
2: you know, stay. I, well, then I would, if you're just a normal kid, it's fun because you get to travel the world for free. You get to go to beautiful, exotic destinations, meet mm-hmm. awesome people, and most of the time kill them. And then you get to come home, and it's that's fun. It's fun to go all over the world on the government's dollar. It's awesome. It absolutely man. is. It we'll be, absolutely yeah. Me and Kevin were
0: movie stationed movie. in uh, Germany, and you get a movie exactly. Yeah, you get a movie. Me and Kevin were stationed in Germany, man. And uh, one of the reasons why I picked Germany is because I was seventeen and I never left uh, America. So screw it, let's go to a different country and serve the army. Um, yep. I had a fucking blast, it was man. Still
2: east and west at the time.
0: What's that? Hmm.
2: Was Germany still split in
0: half at the time?
3: No, no, we were no. So the the wall came down in 1989. He and I were there from in 2001. Yeah, we missed we missed I the cool stuff. Eight.
2: <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I was not. I was not tear down this I, wall. Like every one of my drill sergeants was in Germany when they. Oh, dude! Every one of your drill
1: sergeants had a hard on when when Ronald Reagan came out and said that. Yeah. They were just like, "Let's do uh, it."
2: They were. Yeah. Sorry,
0: I'm old boys. <laughs> Kevin, you muted yourself again somehow. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm, do, the, I'm not even touching my computer. Kevin, Kevin,
1: Kevin's muting himself, so I'll go ahead and say, are, do you guys drink on your podcast? I mean, what are you, what are you doing? So mm. right now, I, I have do- my second beer, and I have, I have uh, spares. No, oh, there you go, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm drinking a bottle of wine. I'm getting hot right now, though. What are you, what, what are
2: you drinking? John's literally drinking this bottle of barefoot wine. It's because like I'm a fat a, bastard. And like I got to lose weight. So I can jump out of an airplane. Like it, it's like he's it's a forty. He's just drinking it right from the bottle. It's the Oh I mean, yeah. it's the sleaziest thing ever. He's weird, yeah, but real classy. He has, a he has, he has like I'm, a box of wine. Yeah, I got too. a
1: juice box of wine too. Oh, so it's the adult juice box, bro.
2: Yeah, I don't know. This was like I had to buy that box of wine, and that was the dumbest thing I've ever bought in my life. I'm
1: glad that you had to buy it because yeah. that's embarrassing, and I'm, I'm glad sure, I yeah. can embarrass you today. Yep. <laughs> Kevin, you're muted, bro.
0: Yeah, I keep trying. Now. I don't know what the hell is going on with that. Zoom Dude, is weird. Like, my hands. I'm not even touching my game. Just like, keep them in the hands, air. But I, I got to say when. when
3: When you (laughs) bought it, when you bought it, did you did you tuck?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my shirt and my balls. Yeah,
3: yeah. Let the the wiener out there, though.
2: You walked up looking like he was in a frat. Uh Yeah, I had a a twelve pack of beer, a box of wine, and a Red Bull. Uh, I looked like. I was just going to go destroy myself at home by myself. Right. <laughs> oh, this guy needs help. That Yeah, is
1: real. Doing. Well, see, the thing about Brandon, though, Brandon will go out and buy you a Boda mini box of wine, but he also has this amazing grill that yeah. he's got a meat probe for. That he sticks his meat probe in yeah, and it tells him the exact temperature and he can go to the bar yeah. and Wi-Fi his smoker to make sure that everything's going right. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I love this guy, man. I, I come yeah. over, he's like, he's like, hey, you want a tomahawk steak? We'll have it in four hours. <laughs> It'll be ready to rock. And I'm like, hell yeah.
2: He's living yeah. in the twenties. Awesome. Century. I love a grill. I love a grill. Yeah. But it so, is it is pretty cool. Those wood pellet grills. You can you put the probe in there and Wi Fi it to your phone. You can, like if you're doing a brisket for nine hours, you'd be at the bar and be like, Oh yeah, brisket's done. I'm gonna turn the grill off and head home.
3: See, that's, <laughs> that's insane. I, I just do it the old fashioned way where I start a fire and cook meat over. It's
1: the wrong way, I'm yeah. telling you. After after having this one, it's the wrong way. You want to invest in a in a you wood know, pellet wood
2: You know, it's funny, that makes me think about it since we're kinda of talking some old school stories here. You know, when I so when I joined the army, uh cell phones were weren't prevalent really. You mm-hmm. know, people had pagers and stuff. But like you couldn't uh the there was like these certain rules, like you couldn't have sunglasses on ever in uniform. And then, like, if you had a Camelback, you had to wear it, like, under your blouse. Yeah. And, then, uh, you were, like, when cell phones started coming out, it was like you weren't allowed to have your cell phone on you if you got caught with it in the field. Like, it was stupid stuff. And by the time I retired, it was like, if you don't have iPro on all the time, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Where's, where's your Camelback? Mm-hmm. And if I text you and you don't respond, you're in trouble. I'm like, there's definitely a, a culture shift, a generational gap. From when I started to when I ended. Well, I
1: think Kevin hit on that, and he said the new generation's more intelligent. And they are yeah. like, "Hey, let's clean our, let's keep our eyes safe. Let's uh, go ahead and stay hydrated, right. And not look cool doing it, right? So, yeah, I <laughs> mean, <outside> yeah.
2: <laughs> without
1: I and
3: and everybody knows like the the three. I've incorporated two different rule sets, but like the three rules of combat, right? Okay, right. Like, am I the only one? No. no so no, I always look cool. I thought you were telling us. Yeah, yeah, you know, we are waiting there oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay, so always look cool. that's the number one. Uh, number two is never get lost, right but in the three event of number, number two one. well well, well, but in the event of number two, I, so I incorporated that into rule number two. so like mm-hmm. in the event of number two, refer to number one but then right yeah number always three is cool. safety third. Worse. <laughs> <Safety third. laughs> hey,
0: so since we're talking about how things have changed, uh, what do you guys think about females in the infantry? Awful, awful decision.
2: Horrible idea. Worst idea in the world?
1: Really? Um, it's it, it an awful decision. It, it is It is going to destroy the camaraderie of, of the entire team, in my opinion. I love women. I've always loved women. But I can say if you put a woman in an infantry unit, all it's going to do is make people not be as tightly bonded and have the camaraderie that they would if there was no women involved.
2: See, I would jump in on that and say that that's part of our generational gap is because I, I, feel very much like John does. However, I understand that we grew up differently in a different generation. And now that might not be applicable to who's coming now because, you know, the whole world's changed so much that, you know, we are trying not to see people as we see them, however they want us to see them. And that wasn't our lifestyle when we grew up, you know? So I would say that maybe there is a generational gap between us and, I'm sure a lot of the old-timers hate it, and a lot of the new guys are like, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter, you yeah, know? They don't know any different Right.
1: I mean, I, I'm not into the Starship Troopers mentality. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to be showered yeah, with a bunch would. of hot <laughs> That's not the way it's going to be. Even in,
2: but then you watch Starship Troopers, and they're banging. That's what I'm you saying. What I mean? yeah, and then all of a sudden, saying. all of a sudden, I... Yeah, whatever, we could go down this forever, but, you know, now me and John are fighting because... <laughs> it's a rabbit know, hole. And then there's 18 dudes <laughs> fighting. I, I just... Anyway, that's my generational gap. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a male chauvinist, I guess. I just grew up my whole career in an all-infantry unit, all-male unit. So a change would be weird for me. But a long time ago, I was like, if you don't like change, you need to get out of the military because that's the only mm-hmm. thing consistent. Well, I know mm-hmm. from
1: 18 to 22, when I was 18 to 22, I was a sex craze maniac. So if you were to put a female in my unit – I wasn't the only one. There was tons. I mean, almost everybody was a sex crazed maniac because there was no women there to begin with. You throw, you throw five women in there with 145 other men, you're gonna have problems. There's gonna be problems. It's oh, not man. even. It's not even that the woman is gonna have her monthly period. The woman's going to be, uh, and, I, and I'm not saying this to offend women. I'm saying physically, they're not as strong as men. You have certain women. That's still woman. What's up, girl? <laughs> I ain't mean, seen a girl in a while. What's up, girl?
3: <laughs> so, so to, to play uh, devil's advocate just a little bit, um, a couple comments, though. So first, um, I, I hear the argument a lot that, like, there's no way that a woman will be able to fireman's carry a grown man. But I've served with a lot of dudes who also could do the same
4: thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, absolutely.
3: <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's also that. So, like, when you, when you talk about, like, physical strength, I mean, we served a lot of guys who couldn't tell you where the gym on post was.
2: Right. I I didn't know where it was. You know, I mean, I would say from my experiences is you'd have to change a bunch of, you know, a bunch of different regulations because females are allowed a different type of body fat because they're built different than males. But yet, if we're all serving an infantry unit, it should be just that body fat, not just PT tests, but you know, a body fat, a male is what I, I don't know. It's been so long. since I've been in, but it was like 22% or something. And then you were a program, but like a female was like 35%. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like just those basic little things that no one thinks about, you have to rewrite everything because if we're equal in this unit, we're equal in this unit. If we're not equal in the unit, then it's, it, it doesn't make sense. Right. Well,
1: I think that's where you get into the equality argument, period. I mean, I know the Marine Corps just allowed women to, to graduate from OCS for infantry. I think they've had two women complete the program, but the two women that completed the program, they had to lower the physical standards for them to make it through. Hmm. That's not right. That's not, if you can pass the physical standards, absolutely do it. But if you can't pass the, the basic physical standards that, that, most mel have, that most men have to pass, and granted, OCS is a little bit tougher, and most of the guys that come to our units that are better that are straight out of OCS are in great shape. They're, they're thoroughbreds. They can run, they can, they can, they're PT studs most of the time. And I never personally served with women, so I don't know how it would be, but I just know how tight knit our organization was. And I can't see how it would have benefited us having women with us at that time.
3: So let me let me let me let me run this by. So another argument that I've heard <clears throat> is that if you have if you allow females in combat arms and let's say you are in a combat environment, firefight, blah blah blah, shit's going off. And one of your female um comrades gets uh gets shot and she's out in the open. Now we all know, right? We 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 gain fire superiority first. We try and, you know, get that back, provide cover before we can even move out and like, you know, re- retrieve our our fallen buddy, right? But then there's this 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 argument that, like psychologically, we're more inclined to run out and assist our female um, partners more so than male partners. Um, so uh, on that, like, I don't know if I necessarily buy into that because I know how I was trained and I, I know what we what we did when we go to the field and how we would how we would run those operations and run those battle drills and everything. But you know, if you know if Tyree, like if if he had been shot i don't know that if i w- I would have been able to follow those guidelines you know what i'm saying because he's he's my buddy um i'm not sexually attracted to him um not anymore you know, so <laughs> not anymore uh and not any less <laughs> so um that's that's just kind of a whole thing uh so walker is making some pretty some pretty uh decent comments. i, kinda, I don't want to mention these because he is engaging um he said any society that sends its females to war is doomed regardless of their role females have no place in combat arms just because a woman can doesn't mean she should. And that was in regards to or in reference to um, the physical physical capabilities. Uh, but then he goes on to say that war is a racket anyway. And he just posted, uh, remember in 2004 when we had a female combat camera woman join us on patrol? And when the shooting started, she dropped her camera. That took place at the location we called... Uh, <laughs> uh, we tried not to use to that it. word, yeah, Walker. It. <laughs> we, can't, we can't use that word, uh, Walker. Uh, uh, the... Uh, the, the dummy on the roof in Samara. <laughs> um, yes. I, but, uh, yeah, No, I mean, I, I understand it. So, I mean, it, it kind of is, um, like, I, I, I guess, I mean, it's a valid argument on either side. I would the, say, I some would
2: say, state. if this, I don't know if this applies, but, so, I like, the, there's women who, you, you know, you hold the door for them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, when I'm walking up and I see a woman, like, I'll go hold, open the door for them. I don't so much do that for men, you know. But, my... my my basic DNA says, go open the door for him. Well, then there's those women who are like, it's 2022 and you don't need to do that. And blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same Karen who makes the post. Like there's no good men out there. Oh, know. I know. And, so, and at that
1: point, I'm like, let's go right. Pugle sticks and strap in girl. Cause sure. we're going to try this out.
2: And so that's what I'm saying is, is there's such a double standard for anything you do nowadays, you know, just yeah. holding the door for someone like to, trying to be nice. I feel like that's what every man should do. Just hold the door yeah. for a woman. And Maybe I'm old school, but yeah, to get beat up for doing that, that seems pretty ridiculous to me. But then it's the same society is like, oh, there's no good men out there. There's no gentlemen or, you know what I mean? Like what yeah. there is, you just run them off to where yeah. they don't want to be nice because exactly. they're scared of you. Yeah. yeah. But with that being said, you know, in the military, I, I, if I saw John going into a store, I wouldn't run up and open the door for him. If I saw any, <laughs> that's if, not very
1: nice, man. But if I saw yeah, any woman
2: of any age, Walking up to a store, I would go up and open the door for her. I, I feel like that's just in my DNA. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. And like, I think in our DNA is when you see someone who's, you know, the procreation is that's your mate at some point. You know what I mean? Regardless, you know, society has built marriages and all this stuff. But caveman logic says that's your mate. You're going to protect your mate.
1: Well, honestly, Kevin, I'll tell you this, too. There's a there's a big Facebook group and a page called Order of Man And I started watching them probably two years ago and the guy's phenomenal. The guy who runs it, he runs a podcast and stuff, but he's got a principle of the piece and it's not the principle of the piece in the military where it's proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. He asked, what's the proper, what's the proper thing that you do as a man? And he had three P's as the principles and it was protect, preside, and provide. And that's basically your job as a man. You protect people that are weaker than you. You, you preside and you, you don't rule, but you lead by example and, you provide whether that's financial stability whether that's uh uh, emotional stability those are your jobs as a man and women and men are, are are geared so differently biologically that women are nurturers by nature i mean that's just nature we can look at nature and know that that's the truth we don't have to look at the military we don't have to look at american culture we know through nature that women are nurturers and men are warriors that's just the way that we were that's 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 how we're that's ingrained in us from birth that's just who we are and we've lost a lot of that in our culture now and it's been a culture war in this country for so long and I'm not trying to go down a rabbit hole of politics but um I think it's very important for people to understand their roles I really do and and you're going to you're going to wind up destroying something that it doesn't need fixed by putting people in roles that they shouldn't be in yeah yeah that's so, just my opinion. well and let me ask
3: you um i actually have two questions um so on that though like how do you feel like relating to like specifically what you said like how, so like there's this like the idea that like men's worth is totally based on like what we can provide i've heard that i've heard that and uh, you know what i mean like so like i mean like are, are we are we not more than that can we not be more than that you know
1: well, I think, I think that's also an American mentality. If you look back mm. through history, I mean, you can go all the way back to the very beginning. The man that had the most things, had the most beautiful women, had everything, and he didn't have to worry about much. I mean, if he worked hard for a certain amount of time, created enough wealth for himself, whether that was through animals and farming or whether that was through the monetary policy that we have now with, with the currency, yeah. um, you're, the men that are able to provide the most get the best of the best. That's just the right. way it's always been.
2: It's, I mean, you can look at, so I used to teach and I would, I would use lots of things all the time. But the one thing was, you know, since the Donna man and like the big protector, well, he got to go eat first because you know, the, they wanted their protector to be strong so that in the event they need protecting, he's good to go. And that was mm-hmm. accepted, you know, at the same time, I don't know if you've ever heard about, uh, Periods. I don't know what the proper clinical term would be, but so like you know how when you if you get like a like a volleyball team of girls, they'll all go on the same cycle, right? Yeah, Yeah. they sync up. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know why that is? Because 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 the they all sync up to one woman, who and whoever the alpha is of that group, and of course they're all gonna be like, Oh, I'm the alpha. No, one of you is because back and the, and the Donna man once again, the big protector, wanted to mate with the alpha male or alpha female, right? So with, when she was off the market because of her period, they all synced up so everyone's off the market so that there wouldn't be, you know, the, oh, you're off the market, I'm going to go to her. Nope. Once she's off the market, everyone's off the market. I've never so heard that, but it makes perfect sense. You know, that's, yeah. that's why it happens. That's, that's pretty that's neat, happening. though. And it's, it's pretty cool. I, I love it. There's a guy called Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek, mm-hmm. yeah, I've read his books. Yeah, so it's yeah. in his books. Oh, no, ask why or something. Uh, you know, start, start with the why. Start with the why. Yeah, yeah I read. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so that
3: was actually required reading. Um, not too uh, long yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, for
2: that was required reading when I was in the
3: military. Yeah, really. Uh, our, our CG put it out not too long ago. Yeah. Yep. Hey.
2: That's
1: amazing. Um, so i'm um, reading we don't have required reading in the marine Corps. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well yeah required yeah, right. we have marine Corps institute where you have to pass the things longer, to be able to get reported, the, longer,
2: but. the longer you're in the more that stuff mm-hmm. happens like yeah. you know the more rank you get the more the more everyone trains you to be a politician yeah
3: right no that's that man i you know i'm so glad you said that so um yeah, it, that, kind true. of. I mean, i mean
2: look it, at so like no, i don't want to bust people out but, but like there's some people now like Let's just say the highest enlisted guy in the army. We served together, and we used to just beat wild each other out. to a wild out. And now it's like that. It's he's. You get to a certain rank where you just talk on in front of the camera and stuff, and mm-hmm. you're just 100% a politician. You don't. You know you. you mm-hmm. You, do, you don't understand what's happening on the ground.
1: Who's, who's uh, Kevin, I'm going to ask y'all a question. Who's the most famous guy or, or male or female <laughs> that you all have met when you were in the military? For me, in the military, it was General Tommy Franks in 03.
3: Jeez. Uh, hmm. Coolio came to see us in Kosovo. <laughs> okay. There were <was> some <laughs> cheerleaders, right?
1: Yeah, well,
3: we, <laughs> had, we, had, we had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, Coolio, he and Toby, Toby Keith them. before he blew up
1: mm-hmm okay before he blew up
3: yeah he wasn't too big this is back in 02 so like he oh he, yeah, he had... was
1: big in the 90s he was already blown up oh well, i don't
3: listen to country I don't, I don't do oh that. my
1: god how do you live in arkansas and not living first, first of all
3: first of all
2: it is arkansas yeah what part of, What part of arkansas Are you close to table rock
3: uh so i'm in, so table rock's up in missouri i'm in uh, fayetteville uh which is nearby right like okay, i'll be I, up in, i
2: thought table rock was arkansas lake
3: table rock lake no it's in missouri oh <clears throat> yeah, we got beavers.
2: Yeah, I thought you guys had something cool. Sorry.
3: No. No, <laughs> I will, So I, I will say, don't be doing I'm born and raised here. I love my state. But um, yeah. Northwest Arkansas, the the the, the, the two northwestern most counties, Benton and Washington County, are pretty much the only places worth coming to if you're going to come here.
2: Yeah, uh, I had a Buffalo Owl Wings in Arkansas once. Where the Razorbacks yeah. are, what, where this town is at. That's your that's Fayetteville. I'm like 20 okay. minutes yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. There's a
3: there's a BW3, sir. B-dub. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay, right, right there in front of the movie theater by Taziki's and all that.
2: I was driving from Texas to back home to Kansas, and I saw Buffalo Wild Wings. I got off the highway and it was like three miles down the road, but I was like, "I'm committed. I have to go." Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're,
1: we're those guys that even we went out for a podcast one time in Virginia, <laughs> and we got on the road three hours late or two hours late, something like that, yeah. and we had to stop at B Dubs. 15 minutes from our house because everybody was already starting because yeah. we were so late. Yeah. And I can tell you, I haven't eaten a B-dubs since I was in the Marine Corps and they had some Southern fried chicken uh, sandwich that was absolutely banging. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't forgot, I haven't gone back to get one, but it was, yeah, it was phenomenal. Brandon's taken off. I guess he's got a piss. He's been drinking oh, his, beer. Oh, he's getting a beer. So and you got to keep him right next to you. Just drink well, them fast I enough bottle, so they don't get warm. A bottle of wine and I've got a, uh, a, a yeah. sippy cup for for human for adult humans. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you like, what are you drinking your wine out of and do you have your pinky out? No, I don't ah. have my pinky out. I'm drinking an entire bottle. I just I'm, I'm getting ready to finish a bottle of Barefoot yeah, Chardonnay did. and then I'm on to my Boda Mini Chardonnay box wine. And I you and to-
3: and just for clarification, you were a Marine.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's a funny question because I mean you're being thick <laughs> right now and I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking because I'm a fat bastard. Yeah, no, no and, yeah, you see, and and I'm not actually like fat, fat. I have a little bit of a gut, but I'm too big to jump out of an airplane. So <laughs> yeah. now I have to. I had to lose 24 pounds. I was 244 pounds. I'm down to 229. It's only nice. been three weeks. And I've got nine more pounds to lose, than I can jump out of an airplane and join all you army bastards as a, a, mm-hmm. a paratrooper. I nope. guess. I don't know. No, nope. no, nope. Yeah. Nope. Tyree and I were
3: both mechanized. We never jumped out of anything.
1: Why would I jump out of a perfectly fine plane? You this would say problem. that. You would For say that, Tyree. A month. I'm going to say. I'm going to say the only reason Tyree said this because he lives in California. Mm-hmm.
0: Because
1: out in California don't have the same mentality that us on the East Coast have. We like to jump out of planes because it's adrenaline drunky stuff. It's just great. So you know it. what?
0: You know what? I'll give that to you. Like uh, in the military, I thought that was gonna—I thought that was gonna be an argument. No, no, no. Me argue? No, I don't care. No, I mean, um, I I'd go along with that. Uh, being from California, joining the military, and then meeting people from other parts of the country. Y'all are weird as hell in the South, man. It's just, uh, <laughs> it, it, t- it took a minute for me to like really understand adjust. what the hell y'all are saying sometimes. And, uh, yeah, adjust. and after that, like, it's like a second language, everything, uh, yeah. everyone says it makes perfect sense. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I, I did hear in, I can't remember which show it was, where you were, where you were talking about how you were trying to, you know, jump out of a plane and you know, they, they, the guy said you weighed too much. And then there was what, like hopes that you might get like a, uh, uh, a tiny person to jump with you? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, We take yeah, a little yeah. tiny
1: woman. She weighs like eighty five pounds. Yeah. She can jump yeah. with me. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> She'll look a little midget on my back as we're going <laughs> down. It'll be great.
3: I didn't know that there was a, a weight limit to that, though, because I don't think. I mean, and Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, but does the army have a weight limit to who
4: can jump uh, off a plane?
2: So they used. I don't really know. I don't know if anyone really knows because they used to weigh us all the time. Like they'd pick random people to weigh. To just to see, you know, you got this much gear, but I think the new shoots are way different. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to answer that properly. I know, I know there was height requirements for a lot of things. Like if you're jumping the Stinger missile jump pack, you had to be a certain height. At4, you had to be a certain height. You know what I mean? Those, those things. But I, the weight, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know if the army weight. Well, they only have a weight requirement for. That. They
1: only have a weight for civilians. Yeah, jumping because. The parachutes are only rated for a certain amount of weight, apparently, and I'm too fat for it. You have to be under
2: 220 pounds. Well, yeah, I to mean jump you're, with jump, you're jumping like a ram air square shoot. So you're you're, I mean, you're not fat. A heavy drop shoot, army. Yeah, you're not yeah. fat. You're just
0: sturdy. That's all.
1: Oh, dude, I'm just—I'm this just big bone man. There you go. I'm a lot to hold on
2: to. <laughs> Gravity is just <laughs> taking its toll on John. Sturdy I—I no,
3: I, I gotta say though, um, uh, so I'm—I'm I'm, I'm a big fitness person. Um, like I'm a big fan of it. I'm fitness. trying to be a personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I yeah. thought the um, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I—I like all that stuff. So, so, so to hear this, you—you know, you're down from uh, what was it, two forty-four to two twenty-nine. I mean, that's—that's that's pretty solid. I mean, especially in three
1: weeks. I mean, it's kind of. Well, I know how to lose weight real quick. I just love yeah. cheeseburgers. So I mean, who doesn't though? You know what well, I that's eat the, the thing shit is- out of them though. I mean, I'll eat I'll, I, when I'm hungry and I'm at work. I'll eat four double cheeseburgers from McDonald's for lunch and be like, yeah, "That was good."
2: Oh, uh, John can house some food, <laughs> man. Man. So when don't I wanna,
1: do that. When I want to <laughs> lose weight, what I do is I just cut out bread and I cut out beer and I drink wine. And I get made yeah. fun of for the wine, but it's fine. I don't care. See, uh, and I've already I- dropped 15 pounds in three weeks.
2: That's, all water
1: That's
2: really. fucking yeah
3: good shit well, and and i, I got to say man like okay so i remember when i first started drinking it was when i first got to germany right so i was 19 just turned 19 and i'm starting, i'm drinking and you know i'm drying everything under the sun right like I'm, we're going to the fucking the, the class six and i'm buying all the little uh, airport bottles that you can get you know and i'm yeah. just mixing and matching right I'm trying to figure out what my what my taste buds dig and after a while you know and, and obviously serving in the army and being in the infantry it's in this, like this alpha male dominant world um you have to drink beer Whiskey, vodka, tequila, or Jaeger. Anything else? Anything else? You're Dear a bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so
1: gross. Oh, I love Jaeger. Is my go to man. So, my go to, but I don't. I'm not a fan. Like so a when vodka, I joined, yeah.
2: you could get like a thirty rack of Strohs for like six, six bucks at yeah. the classics, and yeah. it was like no one wants to drink Strohs, but also yeah. thirty of them. Is way better than a 12 or a bush light you yeah, know yeah right can't even get you drunk. And, and that was and like you said that's just a Tuesday like and that's hey, a Tuesday I'm gonna yeah. get so drunk I don't know my name so that I can go run tomorrow and work all day. and not remember
1: and, my name why I'm running
2: and do it again <laughs> um a hey,
0: uh, in the in the chat it. uh Mike Greg Gorowitz is saying bourbon meat 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 bourbon as we affectionately know
1: him i I would like to introduce you to my buddy bobby from the marine corps he has one of the best podcasts you should check it out it's called cast chasers and if you want to learn about whiskey that's where you go i mean he's top 10 isn't whiskey
2: and bourbon the same thing
1: well no uh, it's you can't make it's, it's, bourbon's kentucky
2: bourbon's kentucky yeah it's the same shit
1: it, it tastes the same okay, to yeah. me and you For but sure. people that are very palate they, their palate's very refined bourbon uh-huh. can only be found in kentucky uh, sounds like i don't and like those whiskey people is everything else Yeah. if I'm you same. have a
2: refined palate please don't friend request me <laughs> have you guys no. ever gone and uh gone to
0: any of the dist- distilleries
1: I'm getting ready to go on a tour this uh, this fall. My wife loves w- loves bourbon and she's got a bunch of friends that are bourbon and that, that are bourbon drinkers. And in Kentucky, we're only about what's Lexington two hours. Yeah, so we're about two even, and a half hours from even. the bourbon tour. I mean, you can go to Maker's Mark. You can dip your own bottle, put your name on it. I got you know, one. Buffalo yes.
3: Trace. Williams, there's, yeah, Jim there's Beam. there's so many of them at that Williams, you can go to. Online about that Amos one. just said Buffalo Trace bourbon is great. So yeah,
2: yeah. I've never so right here. Like they're really cool. Uh, when I worked in Marshall Athletics, they donated a bunch of stuff all the time, which obviously helped their brand because yeah, you get a free bottle of bourbon.
1: Well, college kids never drank, So, well,
2: well, this was mostly for like the donors, <laughs> you know, but uh, it,
1: Brandon, uh, what
3: are
2: you drinking right now? Uh, you know uh, what? You know he's, drinking. he's drinking water. Okay. Okay. McGlove ultra I, water. Well, and I, so I tell John, <laughs> I, I work out five or six days a week. It's still on my military schedule. I wake up and yeah, do that stuff. And then I eat and drink whatever I want the rest of the day. Yeah. And I, I could look great if I wanted to, but I don't want to give up beer or, awesome food so that's that's kind I, of I'll, where i'm at with it yeah i work out to support my lifestyle not so much that's the way around lifestyle. yeah yeah, right.
3: yeah yeah i'm not going to sacrifice my last life, lifestyle to to look a certain yeah, way so no, I, I, I think my... that's exactly where i am and that's also why i can't get into like uh certain type of workouts that like are designed to 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 give you these badass abs and look a certain way like, i just want to pick up heavy things i want to lift right? well like, here's, yeah, yeah,
2: here's what i tell everyone is uh you can see your arms seven days a week Mm-hmm. How many times do <laughs> you take your shirt off in public in a week? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get what I'm saying?
1: Kevin, ar- you live in Arkansas. Yeah. What are you taking your shirt off every day for?
0: Just next to a no, tree Arkansas, staring goddamn it. it. We're fucking family here. He's got his
2: <laughs> no shirt in jorts. That's how he goes to Your word. neighbor's yeah. outside he like, there goes
0: Kevin again. Off. No shirt on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. fucking crocs you, and all you know what i mean so i'm like i'm the mentality where i'd rather have big arms because you, you see your arms every single day
1: you have but the I'm, mentality brandon so where
2: are the hats <laughs> all has got some noodle arms over here shots fired he, 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 yorky was over here earlier he's like shit you're big brandon and then and then he looked at john and was like eh. <laughs> he was like eh, brand's not very big <laughs>
3: No, that, that's pretty funny. So, um, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Um, there's a brewery down in Little Rock, our, our, our capital. Uh, it's called Diamond Bear, and I'm drinking their Irish Red. It's actually a pretty solid beer. Like a Killians. Um, yeah, it, it's it's closely related to Killians, but it's. Yeah. Do you pour salt in it? No, I crack open the can and start pouring it I my throat hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like to prep my drinks. But I was gonna say though, so so like back in the day, right? Like you you either drank one of those things and or you, otherwise you were a bitch, right? Sure. But but. I'll tell you what man a tequila sunrise not tequila yeah a shirley temple uh that bottle of barefoot they will all get you drunk
2: yeah well and we're dumb you know i I
1: can assure you that that uh barefoot will get you where you want to be yeah yeah i mean i just finished that bottle now i'm on the boat of many but i mean
2: i'm warm (laughs) and i feel i feel happy nice yeah
1: yeah yeah,
3: the end result is
2: the same well he's a little menopausal other than that (laughs) Other than that, I think we're okay.
1: I'm I'm cool with that, man. I'm yeah. I'm no longer having yeah. my period. I'm ready. I,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all he's, good. It's hot, it's cold. I'm sitting over here in Menopause Corner with John. Great.
1: I'm like, give me your jacket oh, or shit. turn
3: the air conditioning oh, on. Air, right? Oh my god, it's hot in here. <laughs> Terry, uh, yes, sir. Tyree, what up? Now you're not a big alcohol uh user, are you?
0: No, I'm not. Tyree, so, what are,
1: are you still, so, are you still in the Army?
0: No. Uh, I'll give you all oh, some in information in here. Oh, yeah. You're in um,
1: Cali. You're not in the Army. You're, yeah, you're, you smoke some weed, huh?
0: Um, <clears throat> Cannabis. Me, Cannabis is
2: awesome. Uh, <laughs> it, you notice how you use the correct medical term? No. <laughs> cannabis. So we
3: actually got schooled on that, like, no lie. So not to plug one of our previous shows, uh, but to your listeners, if you want to go back and listen to the show that we recorded with a guy named Gage Amsler. Um, um, what was it called, Tyree? Do you remember something about cannabis? I, I can't remember the title of the show, but it was like a first or second show of, of this season. Oh, and, um,
0: it's called Cannabis, fool.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, big name big, show. big proponent for can uh, for cannabis. And he actually told us is like this is the actual terminology. yeah, um, oh, yeah. like, a, like, like yeah, we can like a- our dispensary
2: license here, this company I work with, and yeah, it was always used the medical proper medical terms.
0: Yeah. But the thing yeah, about yeah. cannabis is, is it's just awesome, you know? Uh it is. um I have like some physical issue or physical issues that I have to take medicine for. And taking or having cannabis instead having an edible or something like that makes things so much easier and better
2: well, to sure. deal with and it's not addictive so i'm 100 disabled mm-hmm. and i i use cannabis for everything that hurts on my body like i can't like when I go on a car ride, brands like my feet never touch the ground. <laughs> right, right. Sure, for sure. But I mean, seriously, like if I'm going on a car ride or a plane ride or something where my body has to be in a position that's uncomfortable for me, oh, yeah, that's the only thing that makes it bearable. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge proponent for it. I have a one of my guys, uh, Kevin, where when we got a ambush, he, everyone died, but him and another guy and he had really bad brain problem you know what mm-hmm. i mean he got just he got his rocks knocked out of there and it, he was he was so much on pills and everything down in Bamsey that i um, mean it was like a totally different person well he got off that and went straight to cannabis right and mm-hmm. someone someone recommended it and he went to that well he ended up going to college getting a degree living a f- fulfilled life you know what i mean it was the pills yeah. that were causing the problem yep t- to try to cover up another problem you know mm-hmm. right so uh, i'm a huge advocate from that because he opened my eyes to that and then when i retired you know i i mean of course i smoked weed before i went in the army but you know only twice if you ask my recruiter <laughs> <laughs> <You're> inhale. <getting laughs> in but, but it, the game has changed so much where they you know they isolate molecules now to make Oh, you have anxiety. This is for you. Oh, you have joint mm-hmm. pains. This one would be good. For, you know what I mean? Or, you know, well, and,
3: cancer and, and
2: patients that, who can, who are on, you know, chemo and what is it the radiology or whatever they call it? Radiation. Yeah. radiation. Yeah. And they have no appetite. You know, they give them a, a heavy weed <laughs> that makes them hungry and they eat and it it's yeah. keeping them alive to where they can fight the chemo and the radiation. So, I mean, I, I, think, I, think, it, I think they call that the, the
3: indica strange in the couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the guy that we're talking about, um, so he 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 was a special operations um, medical, right? So he did medical. He didn't exactly say who he worked for um, or maybe he didn't don't remember. But anyway, um, he did medical in the military and on the civilian side as well. So he got out of the military and then he became a contractor. And, uh, not to really like rehash his entire show, but like he lived up in Michigan and he was, he, he had patients that he worked with and Michigan's laws had recently changed to, to say that like for every one patient, you could prescribe cannabis and you can have up to seven plants, uh, per patient. So he, 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 that's what he did. He, he took, he, he kept detailed notes about like, okay, this is this person's ailment. Um, this is what strain I have them using. Um, and it's having this effect. I'm going to change them to this one and see what it does, et cetera, and so on. And he found himself in Afghanistan, uh, up in the Hindu Kush mountains and came across a, a small plot of, 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 uh, cannabis growing and, um, <clears throat> managed to bring some back to the U S uh, he didn't tell us how, uh, he has a book about, about all the strains of war and, uh, he, he actually like, he said he isolated for, like two, two and a half years to try and like dial in on like what was making the shit so great and um that and so that's what he's kind of devoted his life to so i mean really i mean like he- hearing you say that and hearing he- hearing him say that and so many other people right like I've, i know a lot of people that like sure utilize can- cannabis um the right way because mm-hmm. uh, it, cause it's not a party drug right just like uh sure. i cannot remember his name paul paul something um he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, actually, not not a couple years ago, talking about um, psilocybin, cubensis, and mush, mushrooms. And he's like talking about how it's like it's not a party drug. It can be utilized to to enhance or or to rebuild uh, what's broken. And um, and I, I feel like that's kind of been the general consensus with a lot of people that I've spoken with about cannabis is like if there's something going on with you. This can help. You just have to use it the right way.
1: Yeah. Right. I yeah. have never, I have never talked about this and I'll go ahead and talk about it with you guys tonight. This world premiere. World, world premiere. This, this is a premiere. I, I couldn't smoke weed when I was a young man. Uh, I tried in high school a couple of times and it always made me throw up. I, I tried a few times after I got out of the Marine Corps, always made me throw up. And I've never been a sleeper. I've never been somebody that could sleep. I slept four to five hours a night and it never affected my lifestyle. Um, It was probably two and a half years ago. I had a woman introduce me to the vape pens that were Mm -hmm. marijuana. And she said, Hey, try this. And I said, no, I don't do that because it's not because I I don't like it. It's not because that I, I hate you for doing it. It's because, for me, it makes me sick, so I don't, I don't fool with it. And she said to me, she goes, hey, this isn't going to make you sick. Just try it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: We were out on a boat in the middle of a lake, and I said, that's fine. It was me my wife and, and some friends, and I tried it, and I got super stoned, and I didn't puke. And what I realized in that moment, I was like, okay, so I can, I can use this now. So one night I tried it. It was probably a couple weeks after that, that the initial time, and I tried it, and I slept for seven and a half hours. And when I woke up, I was clear minded. I was ready to go take care of everything that I had to take care of for that day. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to go ahead and do this before I go to sleep. And so for the last two and a half years, I've gotten stoned every night before I go to bed. Hell yeah. And when I go to bed now, when I'm still, I'm not that, I'm not that guy that will show up at work. I'm not the guy that's going to do it during the day. No, It's an end of the day thing for me. I'll be watching some TV to kind of wind out. I'll down. hit yeah. that vape pen. I'll get stoned. Mm-hmm. I'll pass out and I'll be able to sleep. And it is, it has revolutionized my life to a point okay. where I'm able to do podcasts. I'm able to, I'm able to be creative. I can think about things mm-hmm. in, in a way that uh, a person who only sleeps four or five hours a night. Can't. <laughs> and it, yeah. it has been so monumental in my life that I don't understand why people are so negative towards it and why the government doesn't listen to the people that have, have, have said, Hey, this is what it's done. research." Me. I mean, it's, it's, it's been great for me. It's been, yeah. it's been a phenomenal thing for me. <clears throat> it has helped me and it is, it made my life better.
3: So, and, and John, I want to say, so, well, two things. Um, so uh, the episode that I was referring to, thank you, Walker, uh, Joe Rogan experience, uh, number uh, 1385 with Paul Stamets. That's the one about the with the mushrooms. He's, he's in my college. It's a great, 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 great fucking episode. But I want to say, um, so in the Marine Corps, you, you said you did your, you did four years, right? And in those four years, you deployed three separate times. Correct. So like, so just to give uh, at least our listeners some, some context, like, You're not just some guy who was in the military and and got out and and, and now you smoke weed before you go to bed. Like you legitimately were a Marine infantryman deployed three separate times uh, to places that most motherfuckers don't want to go to. Um, So you've definitely seen some shit. You've done some shit. Right. And so you and so you're speaking from from that perspective more or less
1: i wouldn't say and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use it as a as a crutch i wouldn't say that i i do it now because of my service time Mm -hmm. it's it's been that way my whole life i've never slept i mean i did i have done three deployments two of them were combat deployments um and i spent 19 months out of 48 overseas uh but Aside from that, it that has helped me so much in the last two and a half years, I can't even I, all I can do is sing its praises. That's all I can do. I mean Same here, man. I'm not I'm not a pothead, I'm not a weed head. I I, I read all the time. I'm constantly doing things mm-hmm. and I'm a hard worker. Yeah. I mean I own my own business and I do very well for myself. But aside from that, that revolutionized my life. I, I I don't wake up tired anymore. I don't wake up and and I have to go to work and I'm dreading getting out of bed, Yeah, getting ready to go. I wake up and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to attack the day.
0: You pop you know, up it's, like it's nothing, man. Let's get going. Yeah,
1: I, I, I mean, it, I've always been that way as soon as my alarm goes off. I don't, I'm not a heavy sleeper, so as soon as my alarm goes off, I'm like, bam, I'm awake. But now I'm not just awake. I'm awake with a purpose. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to do this. So
3: have you it's ever? Uh, it's like the the, role, the, the the roles have reversed, right? Like, you remember back when you were younger and you woke up every morning just like this raging morning wood and it's ready to go. And now it's like the other way around.
1: Yeah, now, it's my mind. now it's my
0: mind instead of my instead of yeah. my raging wood.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have
0: you ever worked out um, after you had a couple puffs? Uh,
1: I, I've done a lot of things after a couple puffs, but never worked out. Like I said, I've I'm, heard, I'm, I'm I've go heard, out at
3: midnight. I've heard that is, um, from a, a lot of people that it's like one of the best, you know, quote unquote, uh, pre-workouts.
1: It so is. I can tell you this. I mean, I, I dabble with the guitar and mm-hmm. I've been playing guitar for a couple of years and I'm not very good. I'm oh, no, but I can tell you this when I'm super stoned, I'm way better with a guitar than I'm not.
0: Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. That is the they're, they're, truth. Oh,
1: Look at that telly. Look at that telly.
0: I'm learning to play the bass. And if I just pick it up and I'm strumming along, it sounds okay. But, man, if I have a couple puffs or half a joint or some shit like that, I'm fucking
2: uh, awesome. It, it just does a million different things. It know? does. I, I, I really do get wish better. that. um better. Movies are more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: <laughs> what is it in. God damn it. What was that movie with. The
2: motherfucker! Why did I even
3: speak without knowing what I'm talking about? Well, since you ever seen the back of a twenty dollar bill, huh? Half
0: baked fool. You half
3: baked,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen the back of a twenty dollar bill? Walker's on, on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever half baked, baked? Yeah, man on weed, man. <laughs> you ever suck some dick for weed? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's that, that's a. Hard no. Oh, is that?
2: (laughs) I I appreciate you just speaking for everyone, John. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Wait, so Brandon,
3: um, is this also a world premiere? Some information we need to know. <laughs> there ain't no world premiere for Brandon. Brandon's
1: feet don't touch the ground. <laughs> High in the clouds. No, I, I have,
3: I have seen, I have seen a handful. Because uh, we should, we should mention, like we've, we've never actually met. Like right? you guys are in, 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 West Virginia, right, or no, Virginia? Yeah, West Virginia. Yep. Yeah, you're in the Western version. The better, and the then- better, Virginia. Yeah, the other the other Virginia. I'm in Arkansas. Tyrese in California. So we've never met, right? At I'm obviously Ty- no. we have. But
2: yeah, like- but this, we don't even really we didn't even do too much of a pre show, which is I think is awesome because that's always the podcast. You know, here's the thing: yeah.
1: we we actually we started this thing about five weeks ago where we have a guest come in. Mm-hmm. and they want to talk to us and i'll look at them and be like we don't want to talk yeah, to just you just put your headphones like, on don't, don't
2: talk to us yeah i find it, out with like one key just yeah. one dude on the show i'm like wait a minute is your dad so-and-so and he's like yeah i was like i'm buddies with your dad you <laughs> and, know? You know, okay. we, we
1: came to conclusion that our our podcast was prior to the actual podcast and we yeah. were like getting to know you and who you are what you do is the podcast and we're doing that prior and then we're losing the entire podcast. So when people show up, we're like, don't talk to us. Don't talk to us. Just sit down Mm -hmm. and you're here a half hour early. I don't want to talk to you. Like, I don't want to, I don't even want you to to know who I am. Just wait.
4: Nope.
3: So when we when we've been doing our shows, especially in the second season, because all of our first season with was, was, was with dudes that we we knew, right? We knew we deployed with everybody in our second season. We 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 were familiar with in some way, shape, or form, but like we hadn't really sat down, the three of us, right, hadn't had a, had an in depth conversation. So it it always ends up being that way, um, and and uh, that that's kind of one thing that I really appreciate about how our show and, and what I pick up from your guys' show is, is it's not a strict fucking interview format. It's a, it's a conversation, right? And right. like we've, the, some of the feedback that we've gotten is that like, it's like I'm sitting there with you guys, drinking a beer, listening to the conversation, like listen listening to y'all going on. And to me, that's like that, to me that's high praise, right? Because that, you know, like, if if you got a, a bunch of your your military buddies and you're just sitting around and like you know, two of them or, or three of them or whatever the fuck are telling a story <laughs> and you're just there reliving that moment with them or you're being reminded of a separate moment like that's that's awesome but I, I feel yeah. like the structure of like the interview process and like okay so where were you then or the 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 post edited there's a narrator who says some shit and then it refers back to or reverts back to the pre recorded um interview it, it just doesn't it doesn't jive well with me no i don't like that and you you guys you guys are i mean like that's actually like i'm really glad that like you know our paths cross how they did or however they did but like because i feel like we're doing a very similar show and and that's one thing that tyree and i have talked about is that You know, we want more people to connect. We want more people to talk about their stories. We want more people who didn't do a ton of great things um, or, you know, quote, unquote, great things. Like We weren't special forces. We weren't rangers. We weren't Delta. We weren't Marsoc and seals, whatever the fuck. Right. We're just regular dudes who did some shit. Although, Brandon, I hear you had a a pretty incredible moment.
0: Oh, man. I've been trying to get to Um, that shit.
3: Well, I didn't want to bring it up because, you know, I feel like you talk about it a lot. Um <laughs> no, I, I, that came out like, wrong. Well. Yeah, I feel range. like you, you you've been yeah. you've been asked about it a lot. Yeah, like, there you go. Like you're going out. I'm like, hey, man. So good. You, you don't know me,
1: you know. Yeah, but, um let me but, uh, let me open here and say this about Brandon. Yeah. Brandon is. Uh, I won't say he's a humble guy, but I will say I will say this. I will say that whenever somebody asks him what he did when he was in the army, it cracks me up. We'll be at a bar. And they'll be like, well, "What did you do in the army?" I mean, this is this dude's famous in the army, <laughs> and he will he will look at people. like, Never I heard was of a him. Typist. I was a typist, and okay. I could type ninety words per minute. Okay. I have to walk away. I have to walk away. <laughs> I have to walk away because I'm like son of a bitch. I, well, I'm like I, you have McGregor.
2: I swear, I swear to God, I used to say gay porn, but now you can't. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you still, you it, still that can. I've seen. But that joke's Friend. not like I remember. So, where, did you ever drill? So, your reservist? Did you ever drill for cadet command at Fort Knox? Yes. In the summer? Yes. Okay, Fun so stuff. I, I did that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I taught it. I taught at Marshall, and every summer I'd spend out there. You know, and when I was retiring in eighteen. Uh, I was out there and I, I just, like I was, you know, summertime and my last, like I literally came back and was retired and Uh like, I shouldn't have been there, but I was just trying to help out. So I just, you know, I had my hands in my pocket never wore my hat, you know, that type of shit. And I walked up to these four full birds and I walk up and the the one dude's like, Hey, I was like, what's up guys. And they're like, Hey, what's up? You know, I had my hands in my pockets hat Mm -hmm. on, didn't salute no one. And the one dude goes, oh, my God. Hey, are you D. Brandon McGuire? And I was like, yeah, from gay porn. (laughs) It it was just like those dudes just lost their shit. Yeah, there he is. But it was just a way to, to make an uncomfortable situation even worse. Mm-hmm. But then, like the the basis of the uncomfortableness was not bad after that, you know. Yeah. Oh, so then I God. went to typist. Now I just tell everyone I was a typist. Yeah, yeah you're,
1: you're
3: literally you're, you're literally stealing lines from Blackhawk Down.
1: I love it when he when when someone's like, "What did you do in the army?" Oh, I was a typist, and he'd walk away, yeah. and he's like, "Thank God." <laughs> so
3: so did you uh, did you do that cadet cadet command? I'm, I've had a couple beers. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, in 2013. Uh no. No, so that's 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 when i did it and i I think tyree did it
2: the year before the year after okay yeah Yeah, man i I was running the uh gas chamber seabird i got an absolute cluster fuck of it's it's horrible because it's a bunch of college kids who have zero military experience and then you're like hey go play military for go play army all summer (laughs) yeah they, they did i mean you're at a school like i'm at marshall university is where i was and you know my class you know was 50 50 cadets so i'm sending like four dudes to summer camp, you know, and those the, what I going to do with forty dudes, you know, you're, yeah. not, you're on college campus and you're it's an accredited course, so those dudes don't even have to want to join the military, you know what I mean? So right. It's like, you can't be mean. You can't. Yeah, they're like, not contracted. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's you're just like in this weird world of yeah. Like I, I came there right from being a first arm. And like the first day some cadet's like, Hey, what's up, bro. And I just lit his ass up and, and he <laughs> hit right on the spot. Yeah. And like the, our recruiter, like the recruiter for, you know, ROTC was a civilian, a GS employee. And she's like, Hey, first time, you can't do that shit here. Like. Dude. So I, in, in 2000,
3: so I was there as a drill in 2013 and, and we had a medical emergency. One of our cadets goes down from, 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 from heat. Right. And, right. um, She's just walking and she just collapses and, uh, you know, and just you know, bring into action. Right. So like, you know, go in and do the things. There's this one guy another cadet <clears throat> sitting on the steps um, into the barracks. And I knew inside those barracks to the right and the immediate left, there was a re- refrigerator full of Gatorade. And I'm like, Hey, go in there and grab your Gatorade. And he's like, why the fuck are you asking me? <laughs> oh First, All right. like, you don't, you don't say those things to a drill.
2: Sure, and, and, and so, like the drills are at the basic course too. So you're looking at not lower enlisted, but you're looking at underclassmen, you know, freshmen yeah. and sophomores,
3: right? People that are not contract, mostly right. mostly not contracted. I sure. fucking i i so I had a, a nearby drill. I was like, hey, watch her, and I fucking took off after this dude. Like I became. I that's the yeah. only time. Well. One of the times I, I came un, unhinged as a drill, and I fucking yeah. went off on this dude. My first sergeant came from the other end of the building. He was in a cub, and he came down. And he was like, he busted the doors, like Johnson, get the fuck over here. And he pulled me off and took me down to a different room. And he sat me in this room, and I sat there for like a fucking hour. Okay. He didn't. He, nobody bothered me. And he came in there, and was like, "What are you still doing in here?" He's like, "You put me in here first sergeant because you tell uh, me to, sergeant." <laughs> yeah, it was basically like one of those like phone call situations. Yeah, you got a phone call, right? But like, like yeah. I was. Dude, I was in this guy's fucking face. I busted into a separate meeting that was going on with my with the Stows and all that stuff. And and I man, I lost <laughs> it. Like because it's it's an emergency guy. Like you're being like I don't know, man. I just you know, it was a it, whole thing. It
2: doesn't matter though. It's, it's, it's this whole different ball game. I it, yeah. It blew my mind, but for me it was a great way to you know, I hang my hat up after that and it was a great transition for me to civilian world because you know, other than going yeah. to summer training I was basically a civilian. There's no military base or anything here.
3: Yeah. What was your um what was your big motivator to uh to retire?
2: Uh my kids. Yeah. Kids going to high school, playing high school sports.
0: Yeah, man. You really.
2: Want this, this was our eighth move when I got here and my oldest was playing football at high school. They went to state all 3 years and he's like, "I'm not going, dad." Because it, like the next move was going to be Bliss for a year and then wherever the Army mm. wants to me. And he's yeah. like, I'm out. Uh, like you're on your own. And I I there. can't. I I can't relate.
3: But Tyree um, uh, Anthony, his son. Um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, I mean, like obviously Tyree you're in the military, but like he, he's at that age, right, Tyree, where he's like he's like interested in doing this and doing that. And oh yeah. Kind of want to be. Yeah. You want to be there for those? I, I can understand that. Like I, from from an outside perspective. Yeah.
0: yeah. After the years I did army, uh, regular army, and then reserves, missing those summers with my boy. Sure, Uh, over and over again. I come back and he looks a little bit bigger. Um, things like that, man, was breaking my heart. And uh, at the same time, I was LAPD, so that working that too was a lot. So, uh, yeah,
3: dude,
1: you're LAPD, man. I mean, I mad respect, mad respect for that because I mean, that's a big city,
3: dude. So You're man was
1: weird stuff out there, <laughs>
3: so no no lie, so no lie during during our first season and kind of through our second season, we kind of slacked off on a little bit like on Thursdays we used to push out these like solo episodes it would be either me or Tyree and Tyree um would put out um occasionally he would put out a police files right, so he would talk about like certain cases or certain you know things that he was on or or whatever right certain interactions and some of those stories like i've known tyree since 2002 when he first got to germany um in early 2002 so i've known him you know 20 years and and uh some of these stories like i've never fucking heard and i'm listening to him like holy fuck dude like and that's that's as a cop in america right like we And y'all know we we
1: deployed to Iraq, like we went to
3: an actual war zone. And some of these I can tell you you what's
1: worse than Iraq is Haiti. Haiti is the hell on earth. Yeah, that Uh place is the biggest crap hole I've ever seen. I've been to Somalia. I've been to Djibouti, Africa. I've been in Saudi Arabia. I've been in all these different places, but I can tell you right now, Haiti is hell on earth. That place, I feel bad for them people. It's bad down there, and and. God bless them for living and making it, but it's bad.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, the thing about LAPD, or being a cop, period, and I always kind of say this, is, uh, you know, um, if you're in combat, you expect combat. If you're going to go out on patrol, some shit's going to happen. You're going to get shot at, maybe. Maybe not. you might not. Maybe you're just going to go on raids, shit like that. But with LAPD, or I'm sorry, being a cop, every single call's different. And you have to dump that information from that call in your head out and go to the next one. So I did that for 13 years. And, man, it, 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 it's fun. It's rewarding. But at the same time, man, it is not easy. It's one of the I, hardest things I've ever I, done.
1: I, I can say my hat's off to you, man, because, I mean, I, can, I don't understand what you're saying because I haven't been in that position. But I can say that being a cop in a major metropolitan area is not an easy thing. You are dealing with situations that most people never even encounter in their lives, and you have to figure out a way out of it, either for you, for your, the people you're dealing with. Um, that's tough, man, and hats off to you, man. Kudos. That's that's amazing. I, I have nothing but love for first responders. I love the police. I think they do a fantastic job,
0: and thank you. Thank for, you, brother. For what you're doing now. Amen. Fun stuff. I um, The only reason why I stopped doing it, Is because physically and mentally it will break you down if you let it. Um, Some of the calls you go on. I I had one where it was a a child that was being beat by some enormous man. Uh, We and I told this in the story. It's called a kid in a a stroller. I'm driving down the street with my partner. And we see this family walking with a stroller. And as we pass them by, somebody runs up to our car, flags us down, and says, "Hey, that man is punching that baby in the stroller, to the point that the baby's almost bouncing out of the stroller." Did you uh, kill him? I mean, oh man! Die, apparently, I, my um, my son was just born, so immediately when I saw that, I just saw my kid. I took the the child, I called for an RA or an ambulance, and had them uh, check the kid out. This kid was fucked up. He had broken bones, um, cuts. He had cigarette burns in his mouth, and mm-hmm. his—I want to say—his uh, pinky toe on his right foot was partially amputated. It took me everything in my being and power not to take my gun out and blast that dude right there.
1: Well, because, you wouldn't have been wrong. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have been wrong. I don't care what the court system says. You would have been. You would have been in your right doing it. Yeah, and I you agree. would have done the world a favor by killing some piece of shit that yeah. does that to kids. I mean, honestly, you would have. Yeah, he's, gonna no. it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to Well, we arrested him. We put him down for intent murder dead. on the kid. But DA knocked it down to just gross uh, child negligence or abuse. Yeah. <laughs> uh the yeah, kid was, though the, the whole the child was adopted oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the child was adopted by the doctor who checked him out so that was very cool and i'm still in contact with the kid every now and then i'll shoot him a text message <laughs> um all the shit that happened to him you know had some physical issues some mental issues afterwards but he's doing all right
1: that's so- that's,
0: that's, that's awesome you know what i dig about that
3: entire story and um I think you mentioned that in in that show that you recorded the kid in the stroller, um, but the fact that like that happened fairly early on, right in your career with LAPD. Now. Yeah, year two. <clears throat> yeah, and and uh, actually Walker just posted the link, dude. Walker is fucking on it, man. All I mean. over, it, man. <laughs> um, but like the fact that that happened so early on in your in, in your in your career, and you still like you're still like you like t- just talking about it, like I, I had to go. I had to go uh break the seal but like i can still hear the emotion in your voice right about it and 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 uh and the fact that like you're still you're still able to like check in on this kid from from how many years ago you 19, know what, I mean? so what 2012 12 12 years yeah. 12 years ago now yeah wild dude like and that says a lot man and and i know Ty- tyree on our last show we talked about like you know <clears throat> Um, uh, police brutality and, and and nonsense in the US and all that stuff but like that's one aspect that I I think a lot of people don't see when it comes to law enforcement and the things that they do is that like, some of those dudes actually genuinely give a fuck um and yeah. I mean here you are not even a cop anymore and you're still like you know what I mean invested
0: it's yeah. like a you're a soldier man you don't really lose it it doesn't go anywhere you still have that feeling Yeah. Uh, you, you still wanna help people you are super vigilant even on top of your military p t s d style vigilance we're way above yeah. that oh. um it's 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 different but it it's like i said it's a good career but you need to know what you're getting into before you do it right uh, it's it's not all pursuits and uh Gunshot, like, guns, I
1: mean, gunfights. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm thrilled to to know that you're an LA cop or you were an LA cop and you did what you did. We're actually on. We just started. This is our first episode of season two. Uh, we're nice fifty three right now, and this season we are going to be concentrating on trying to get actual <laughs> motorcycle clubs. Oh, Okay, uh, we've already got we've already got two of them, and one of them is the Blue Knights. I don't know if you know who that is, but that's it, a, a a police uh a officer motorcycle club, and we also have a U.S. military veterans motorcycle club that's going to be on here. I'm trying to get the pagans, <laughs> but it's hard to get a hold of them. <laughs> like yeah, they, right. They don't, they don't they don't post their phone numbers on yeah. social media. <laughs> so if you're a pagan and you want to be on a podcast, yo hit hit us up. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, that's that one percent
1: outlaws on here. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's a, a a couple of great things. Like hey, We're we're the first episode of y'all's. This, this is season, like. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's fucking rad. Like, Hell we've yeah. never been the first at anything.
2: If we You I, were I, the first swimmer, I promise that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I started out as the yeah, yeah, first and just yeah, went downhill yeah, from there. Yeah. Yeah, you, that you was you won, the last time you, you won, won anything. You, are, you, you won, won, won once. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a one, 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 one time. time.
3: <laughs> one time. That's all it fucking takes. Here I am. Um, I will say, though, on that note, so and i know we talked about this before before we recorded but like tyree and i uh before i forget the the podcast we were on a uh a list of top veteran podcasts we were uh, out of 40 we were number eight we were doing great we were fucking kicking ass and taking names and punching all the dicks and then these other guys show up
4: <laughs>
3: this other podcast, perhaps perhaps you've heard of them called Grunts and Appalachia Yeah.
1: Well, and day we'll...
3: fucking one, these guys swing in at number fucking seven and number push us back
0: to nine. Seven. Day <laughs> one. What the fuck?
2: And that's called that's called a ricochet. Yeah. ricochet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw that this oh.
0: morning and I checked. And I'm like, okay, let's see where we're at this week. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. What the fuck? <laughs> no, but I'm like we're gonna to talk to though, these dudes man. later. Like, god damn. Yeah.
3: Glad to fucking hear it though, man. Because like, I mean, like, I mean, because you guys, like I said, I, I've listened to a handful of, y- of y'all shows—early uh, shows, later shows, more recent shows, middle shows. Um, I kind of like picked and choose. Like, I went off your like your titles and I was like, that kind of sounds interesting. And um, and cause I, you know, to full transparency, or whatever. I have listened to every fucking show, but I don't think you guys listen to every one of ours. We have a lot of BS. Y'all have a lot of. BS. I mean, we, everybody's BS, right? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, you guys have a really great show and I highly encourage all of our listeners on Before I Forget to for, to check out Grunts in Appalachia because they they I mean, they, they've they been interviewing and talking with folks in their in their community. Um, it's a, so in, in my mind that that says you're a very community driven uh, podcast and people. Um, and I, I think that's amazing. Right. So Tyree and I obviously don't have the benefit of that because we're, you know, two different places. Um, and, and 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 that's actually kind of one thing I, w- I kind of wanted to talk about. I, I made a note of it. Uh, really yeah,
1: I have to say, I have to say, because you're on video, is that a Garmin watch you're wearing? It is the Garmin Phoenix something nice six or seven. We six. all wear Garmin I a, watches. I got, a, I got a all Phoenix of us. Five so, right so let's go ahead and jump into grunts, gear, and gadgets real quick and say that every single one of us on this podcast is wearing a Garmin watch, and you should yeah. probably have one. Yeah. No, Garmin is a hands down amazing.
3: me. So I, I, I have an obsession with watches, and I, I have to thank. Uh, Tyree for this. And it's not that he like <laughs> was obsessed with watches, but, but like when we were deployed to Iraq, right? Like uh, we were, Tyree. I don't know if you remember this. But we were shopping online for something. Um, we had our 20 minutes on the internet back in 04 and um, I bought this fucking belt. Right? It was called. It was titled <laughs> the perfect jean belt.
4: Yeah, man.
0: And
3: <laughs> and it, it, it's style. Like Tyree introduced me to style because I'm you know from fucking BFE Arkansas. What the fuck do I know about style? And so he introduced me to like you know like hey man like your shoes don't match anything your fucking belt looks stupid your shirt is dumb like why are you wearing anything that you're wearing this is ridiculous, but um, so maybe start start thinking about like the things that I that I have and like you know like, well I mean, like I can maybe I should look into that stuff. So like I have an obsession with watches. Um, like I have a Suunto Observer. I have this the the Garmin. I think it's the Phoenix Six. Uh, it's the Sapphire. Whatever the shit. I don't know um the 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 luminox the one that the quote unquote navy seals always wear yeah yeah um i have a thing with with things like that right uh but yeah no i'm a huge fan of this garmin like i've had apple watches like
2: three separate apple watches i break them constantly so Mm -hmm. i went to the garmin and i have a a suunto like the touch screen
4: Mm
2: -hmm. i just hate charging it every day yeah because i want to track my sleep Cause mm-hmm. like John was talking about it earlier about sleep data. Like I'll, I'll mix different <laughs> things up in my life just to see how the next morning, like what was my sleep like last night? I want to yeah. know how much REM, how much deep light, how much, how many times I wake up. Cause I want to tailor my life to sleep good, you know? Mm-hmm. And the Garmin, you know, lasts for what? 30 days. Dude, it's insane. It's insane. And yeah, in in the Sunto's <laughs> the Sunto's one day, like yeah, I have to take it off every night to charge it. Well, I'm an man. I don't remember that. Right.
3: My Apple Watch was the same way. So, like yeah, my Garmin, exactly.
2: I just take it off constantly.
3: I charged my Garmin like five days ago, and it's at 77. percent So I got eight days of battery yeah. um, with how much I use it. Right. And so I mean, I, I, I use it to like, and and for y'all, for y'all that like, uh, I don't know, like this this Garmin watch can pull a ten-digit grid in about 30 seconds to a minute. The one a ten-digit grid. Yeah, um, that's insanely accurate, right? And it yeah. uses GPS and GLONASS. I think the new ones it ha- utilize a a third um, satellite system. I can't remember what's called, but uh, no, dude, and and the durability is fucking crazy. Like the the lens is sapphire, right? And it, I have beat this watch up. If you can see the bezel, it's all marked up and gouged and cut up and whatever else. But the lens, not a scratch on the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 bands though, I this is like my tenth set of bands, but they right. didn't pop right. off.
2: But because oh. no hell? one takes their watches off.
3: What was that? I don't know. J- Whoever JJ is, JJ keep keep yourself muted, man. If you're gonna <laughs> die on the mic, bro,
2: <laughs> he's about to get kicked, bro. He's about to go home. Yeah, anyway, any questions. I I don't have a screen in front of me. Oh,
0: no, he he just keeps popping in oh, randomly. Okay
1: um you know, it, 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 honestly man it's awesome to connect with you guys you guys are obviously doing great things doing big things and people love you i mean that's that's what it comes down to we're we're, we're trying to get to the same point uh we're, we're enjoying the journey if you will the podcast journey it's it's fun right. it's interesting to sit down and talk to people that you don't know find out about their stories and it's basically the new form of networking and I love it Mm -hmm. It I love it I love it yeah, we've no, been
2: having a blast the with the Chardonnay. This thing, talking. Man. That's the Chardonnay. Chardonnay love <laughs> everyone right now. I love yeah. everybody. Minutes, um, he's gonna be cold and bitchy. I just want to cuddle up. with Are a you talking in a like I'm your wife right <laughs> <I just> now? <wanna laughs> like, is it gonna be a whoopee? If
1: no, it's yeah, not I a whoopee, I'm not in. You're the one who's going to menopause. I'm not in. I'm not in on the whoopee, dude. Like if you like yeah. I'm not getting under whoopee with you. Oh my god. Hey.
3: So on that note, since this is like a. And I don't know if, if, we've, if, we've, if we've expressed this during the show at all, but, like, you know, so we're doing a single recording that will be pushed out on two separate podcasts um, as two separate episodes on two, on two separate shows, um, which I don't know. I mean, I, I listen to shows here and there from other podcasts. I don't know if that's ever been done before. Um, so I'm, I'm actually kind of pretty excited about doing it, but how do we close this out? I do want to say...
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I do we want close, to say we close this out by saying the Marine Corps is better than the
2: Army. Yeah, what well, I man? <laughs> yeah. um, so, like what's cool for me is I'm like going to mute always. his mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was always in you know one of the Tyree you bastards. <laughs> I don't know what you call them. You know what I mean, an airborne or whatever unit, and like mm-hmm. everything I had, John got like four years later. But yeah like eight, hey, four years hey, we're later. done
1: playing. but with- i did more with it than you ever thought about it <laughs> it's like
2: we're done playing with this toy you can have it now <laughs> right <laughs> like I, i'm i'm pretty you may
3: have gotten some stuff like with my name written in it in my last sure. I'm, gonna,
1: I'm gonna say this brandon we were sitting at the bar today and i was eating lunch with him uh not being retired i wasn't drinking i was actually going back to work but he was talking about fort bragg having five hundred thousand people there yeah and all I could think was the Marine Corps doesn't even have 200,000 people in the entire Marine Corps. Yeah. And, I, and all I could think was your base has double the amount, more than double the amount. Maybe not because you're talking about women and children sure. and, and mm-hmm. families and stuff, but that
2: base is twice the size of the entire Marine the Corps. Entire
1: Marine Corps. Yeah. And that's just one.
2: Yeah, and that's, that's just one, one. Yeah. that's just one yeah. base that's just one. I mean that's the biggest populated base we have that's I crazy well, and,
3: that's, and that's why you guys are called the few the proud right yeah.
1: well I'm not trying to get into it I would rather you make fun of me than, than say something that's that, that's maybe true or not whatever I don't care yeah, but I will say I love the Army, I love the Air Force, I love the Coast Guard. I love everyone. Every loves French. everyone. And I, I talked I about that yesterday man. at lunch.
2: I said, you know, there was three Navy guys, and uh, the one dude's like, "Oh, you're being awfully quiet, Brandon." I said, "Well, I'm just waiting for two more Navy guys show up, so it's a fair fight." You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but they all laughed, and I said, "And I said that's the funny thing about the brotherhood mm-hmm. yep. that you get in the military is if someone walked in." I would fight with three Navy guys against someone who wasn't in the service. So on that let me, let me let me let service fight. It was going to be me against three Navy guys. <laughs> let, me, let me t-
3: let me let me tell you this story. So when when we were in Germany, uh, we used to go out to this club. We were in Schweinfurt, Germany. We saw this, this this club called the, the Rock fabric. Is and, that the
2: wheels? By the way, were you guys? No, home? no, we we were oh. big red one. First out, oh, okay. okay, gotcha.
3: And uh, so we were in one two six infantry, the Blue Spaders, um, which is where the blue spade from our logo comes from. And um, the adjacent uh, infantry battalion was 118, and we used to always fight those dudes. Yeah, but when
2: and that's infantry versus infantry, like uh, sure. why? Why? Was right. You know? now, so you got to fight each other, yep. exactly. Unless you're, unless you're off post together,
3: gang warfare. <laughs> but well, and and they were they were actually on a step. We were on Labor Barracks, and they were on con, con Barracks, and we always just kind of we would run into each other. But if the tankers or the artillery dudes or anybody else was to be fucking with like 118 or vice versa. It was a fight with 126 and 118 yep. versus these dickheads. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, you know how it goes. And, and you were a first sergeant. So you, you've given these briefs, right? Like on, on, on Friday, the safety brief, right? Sure. Don't add to the population. Don't take away from the population, et cetera, so on. Part of that was you better be fucking faster than the MPs, right? Get your mm-hmm. licks in. Fucking kick rocks yep. Factors, yeah. you know what i mean and uh <laughs> and if that if honestly man if that doesn't really break down like the infantry like because like we'll fight each other even even in our company we were in bravo one two six
2: you'd fight another we, platoon we would dude, like we it, absolutely it, fucking it, it, would. in a second it's from the top down you know what i mean it's like if if i never met some army dude but i'm getting in ready to get in a fight with two marines that dude's jumping in you know what, yeah. what i mean yeah, you're going
1: to lose with two Marines But it's, there. Also,
2: it's also probably the same dude I would have fought that night just because he wasn't in my unit, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and you just can't break that down. But now if I was – if John and I were out drinking and there was a problem, would me and John have each other's back, yeah. you know? It's, it's, it's a weird – Well, you know,
1: it's, it's interesting, and this is life. This is like – I'm 40 years old. Brandon, what are you getting ready to be, 44? Uh,
2: 27 again. 27 again.
1: <laughs> He's going to be 27 again. But I can tell you right now, if there was a Marine at a bar – that had an issue with Brandon, I'm side with Brandon because yeah. I know there's that, that, that motto is Semper Fi, always faithful, but that's my homie.
4: Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. I don't know you don't, don't do something stupid, man. Like, no, um, I agree. This yeah, is yeah. my homie. I'm backing him. I don't care about your rank. I don't care about your branch of service. No, that's my homie. And if yeah. you, if you want to do something stupid and you're a Marine, it's going to be Marine on Marine because you're not coming after him without so, going plus, through me 1st in first.
2: our 40s, so. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I'm using their flip-flops. So really <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I was going
3: to say, at our, at our age, who's really fighting? You know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to be 40. Tyree is, like, right behind me.
1: Yeah, yeah, the only the only way I'm fighting is if you do something stupid to my wife or my kids.
3: And,
0: oh uh, yeah, That's... So,
1: like, you can run your mouth all you want. Don't touch me, and don't touch my wife, and don't run your mouth to my wife, and I'm good. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think the biggest uh, uh, thing, actually. So, Meat said Michael. Michael was said the only time I've ever uh, seen a club completely empty out and for a brawl. Yeah, like it, it used to. It used to go down at the Rocker Brief. Um, but I would say like so like it might be like one two six and one eighteen versus the fucking artillery dudes or the tankers or whatever. But like if some German jumped in or some non-military folks some fucking Air sure. Force folks we're, we're, yep. we're all coming together hey what man. branch are you? You're in on this side you're over here You're on the yeah. scene
2: you're my best it's a thing the man
3: time. yeah exactly it's a thing and that's one thing that I absolutely love about the military is that like it's it, it truly is a, a family a brotherhood a sisterhood fucking whatever you want to call it um, where it doesn't matter where you were from because yeah John you were a Marine and I'm going to talk shit right because you're you a Marine I'm Army and, and vice versa you're going to talk shit to me but like that it's I a mean, respect. Like, I don't know you, right? Honestly, to God, I don't know you. Like this is our first true, real. I mean, we had we talked on the phone the other day, but like this is our first real interaction. But like if we were in the same fucking place in a fire were to break breakout, I'm on your side. You know what I mean?
2: Like because that's, that's just that's just how it rolls. I probably would be like, who's this dude over here drinking wine? Like, what gonna do, He's not going to be and any it, good in yeah. the light. He's Fuck
1: around and find <laughs> out.
2: And who's that guy drinking Chardonnay, smoking Virginia Sunlight? lights? Like, you do, I like
1: him. I like him skinny and long.
4: <laughs> oh my god! That's funny. Oh,
3: shit. Oh, man. We really got to start, Tyree. We got to start doing fucking videos, man, because... Videos. Oh my God, I'm fucking dying laughing. No, you guys have been like this has seriously been one of our, one of our funnest fucking shows for me anyway. Easy. Really yeah, easily. Fun. I've enjoyed it a lot. I think
1: it's uh, been a great yeah. time. Yeah.
0: Oh
2: yeah, was, we got to do this shit again. He's, 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 yeah, he's winding wind up. Right wind up, right wind up wind <laughs> yeah, he like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna go to just do some knitting over here or just,
1: <laughs> just fall into a good book. Who wants a blanket? Some
3: You got a bath. At this or you get a bath drawn, or what's up? What's up?
1: A bath drawn. I get a bath drawn, and it's <laughs> oh gonna be God. warm. If it's not warm, I'm not getting in it. Mm-hmm. Be standards, he's oh, got standards. Is. Okay,
0: <laughs> got, yes, I have standards. It so, has, yeah.
1: Warm. <clears throat> there has to be bubbles and, oh
2: and that's just the way it is. A couple yeah. candles. So, no. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. My exactly. My world announcement is this is will be my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a great, great talking to everyone. I'm glad I got to meet you guys once and then just to sign off. Like, to Walter Cronkite, I'm gone. You know, <laughs> so, and Hey, that's so
3: the story. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I don't know how we close this, but um, on our end, uh, I want to thank you guys for talking with us and fucking sitting down and, and, fucking just having a blast i mean uh, from my perspective anyway um uh for first marine john on our show on uh, to come Look on to our you show all kinds of
2: first
1: well, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, hey, and uh and you got you got to have the one eventually first
3: uh brandon you're the first celebrity so to speak. and nah, uh, <laughs> um,
2: there's no celebrity at all here oh yeah it. you're
3: the you're the first typist I was um, we yeah. we've, we've uh, I don't know if you know this, but we had the uh, the current Force Com Command Sergeant Major on our show. Uh, he used oh, to really? Be our, yeah, he used to be our first sergeant back in the day. Who's that? Uh, uh Sergeant Major uh, Todd Sims.
2: Todd Sims, I don't know him.
3: Yeah, he's a great. Dude, dude? he's Polk? a
2: good dude. Great dude. He's, he's who, our, Was he the one who was at Polk or? Oh, I, I spent some time at Polk. I, I did two deployments, or I called deployments there, but I did two tours at Polk.
1: Is that how the army gets so many deployments? They they deploy no, in the United States. I, like yeah, uh, Leesville,
2: much. Leesville, Louisiana is definitely a deployment.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There and apparently now Hood, um, <laughs> uh, Hood is it for a legitimate uh, combat zone? But no. Um. So, uh, Sergeant Major Sims, he was he was a E7 promoted to E8 uh, with us in Iraq. Um, oh, nice. I think that was his first deployment back in O four. 4 I don't know where he was stationed in between then and him being force com now. Well, the
2: army. Well, the army got really weird back around that time because we went from you know 11 bravo 11 hotel 11 mike to right yeah 11 it in and, car, and it was guy. like oh everyone has to spend time everywhere so dudes just got flip-flopped you know what i mean yeah and we had oh man show- we had we had like e7 showing up at Bragg with five jumps like hey what's up i mean bro. bro and like the e4 was like i got 15 jumps pussy shut up no we had <laughs> we had a
3: couple of dudes from brag um yeah who are actually on our show, uh, who are currently still in the military, uh, Sergeant Major uh, uh, Gill and uh, Sergeant Major Absher, uh, both of which are still in. Like I said, they're... Absher? Like, Absher, he's a battalion sergeant major down at, at Polk. Hmm. And then Command Sergeant Major Gill, he's the uh, post commander at Yuma um, okay. in, in Arizona. But both of them came to us from Bragg, and they were fucking mad about it, right? Like, why am I in this 100%, 100%. fucking mech world with these fat bitch. Things? You know
2: what I mean? 100%. I mean, because that, that was the stereotype, you know yeah. what I mean?
3: But they brought so much knowledge to us and they, they and and they eventually ultimately appreciated the, the, the power of the Bradley. Sure. They brought so much to us and I completely understand why why the cross train, why doing away with mics in and, and the hotels or uh yeah, the other hotels was 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 necessary, right? Because yeah. like there's a lot of knowledge going on in the infantry world and it wasn't being shared because we were bouncing around from mech world to mech world to or light world to absolutely. light world. Well, yeah.
1: I I would like to end it with by saying this. The commandant of the Marine Corps right now was my battalion commander in 2004. And I don't like the guy. He sucks. He's a politician. He's not, he is not who we need to have with the issues going on in the world right now. Lieutenant, when I was in, he was Lieutenant Colonel Berger. Now he's four star General Berger. And the dude's a douchebag. And I'll tell you that right here on this podcast. General Berger, Sir, you can go and okay. figure out whatever you need to do. You suck. You sucked as a Marine Infantry officer. And I wish we had somebody who was a stellar freaking general. To be in charge before we go to war with Russia, Iran, China, and everybody else. Like, get rid of this cat and get us back. Somebody like Chesty Puller. That's all I'm saying.
0: Tell us how you really feel, man. Yeah, yeah. The,
3: the, but the, but I got I got to I got to say though, the fact that you still call him sir.
1: Well, I'll call him sir because he, he he earned it because that's what he is. Yeah, you know somebody somebody that will say don't call me sir, call me this. I got more respect for them than that piece of trash because that yeah. guy is a is a paper-pushing, break-people-down instead of giving them a, some kind of physical punishment kind of cat, kind of cat. And yeah. he's a douchebag, and I'm done with him. Like, I, I didn't want anything to do with him when I was in, and I don't want anything to do with him now, and he should not be the commander of the United States Marine Corps.
3: Okay, I, so I got one question for you, John. Uh, I, I'm going to say some words, and I want your honest-to-God initial –
2: Response. You're going to get it <laughs> M- Mad Chardonnay, dog Chardonnay John.
1: This is the Chardonnay John talking
2: yeah. <laughs> Mad dog
1: We'll, say, we'll, we'll, we'll abbreviate you guys This is Shark John
3: yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Ch- Chardonnay John Mad dog
0: 2020 <laughs> God damn right Fuck you can't <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh shit! You All right, are, yeah, you guys are amazing. All
0: right, so hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this thing out because yeah, uh, we've cause been we, going we, forever, we and we will can't we'll too, we'll, we'll keep going for hours
2: and hours and hours. Oh, so, <laughs> I'm just chardonnaying so, <laughs> in. Yeah. So I mean, Some I mean, this. up it. at John's house tonight. I don't know what's gonna happen to him, but anyway, <laughs> this was my last podcast. So apparently, it's John's too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh um, my god. It was a lot of fun. Uh, for sure. It, it, for sure, thank um, you guys for reaching out and thanks for you know I would I would just say for me it's good to meet you guys a couple of another few 11, uh, 11 bang bangs in the world that are getting some shit done so appreciate that for sure. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man, um, having you guys or being a part of your show, having you guys a part of our show shows how important it is for us veterans to stay together and talk to each other. Okay. Community. It doesn't take any, community. Community. Exactly. It doesn't take anything for us to pick up the phone, send a text, get on Facebook. It, it's nothing. What you guys need to do, everybody listening, if you got a battle buddy somewhere, give him a fucking call. Let him yes. know that you right give now. a shit. Right.
3: Right now. Yeah.
0: Let him know that you give a shit and be positive in your life. Hopefully, you know, life sucks sometimes, but you'll be
2: okay. Believe me. And, yeah, uh, and I, I would say I would caveat that—that's the word we used to always use—to ca- Cavi- uh, piggyback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to piggyback that shit. What a
1: fancy word! Uh, you know what?
2: Because we're not Marines, <laughs> bub. Uh, so always call someone because whatever problems or anyone's dealing with in life. And I know veterans have a lot of problems because I have a lot of problems, you know. And it's just you know, reach out to someone for sure because that is going to, you know, doing something drastic hurts people for a lifetime you know what i mean a phone call takes a couple seconds mm-hmm. and you know to not not that you're ruining someone's life but you really are you know your loved ones will carry that burden the rest of their life so please everyone everyone who listens to anything just reach out man yeah just man. reach out you know everyone loves you
0: yep and okay. on and on that note thank you for listening to before i forget thank and you for Grants listening to, to I'm, yeah.
3: I'm mentioning them okay say mention I'm it mentioning, i'm mentioning them
0: Give them the the times of the shows too. Like give them everything. Let them uh, let them know what's up. When is he, when do you guys air?
1: Yeah, when do you guys air? We air at two a.m. on, on Tuesday. Tuesday mornings. All right, uh, and then it's every two a.m. on Tuesday mornings. We do one show weekly. It's normally it's normally about between fifty five and an hour and five minutes, mm-hmm. and that's when we drop them it's Tuesday mornings. So not only
3: are you the, the we're the first uh, show of your second season, but we're also apparently the longest show, unless it gets cut down to the yeah.
1: longest show in our first Zoom podcast. Yeah, yeah.
2: a whole lot of firsts going on here. Yeah, we, I mean John's <clears throat> dropping them all, so. and, I'm, yeah. and I'm
1: very and I'm very uh, engaged. So there's going to come a point where I'm even going to fly out to California. or I'm going to go down to Arkansas, and we're going to have to get hammered together. I mean, oh
0: yeah, bring it. Let's absolutely. I will roll place. one up
2: for you, man. I go to the lake of those arcs a couple times a year or so. Just no shit. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I'm not like, no lie. Like that's fucking amazing. I'm down yep. with everything that was just said. Yep. Yep. Um, listen, before I forget listeners, um, grunts and Appalachia, check them out, fucking listen to their fucking shows, go back to season one, listen to everything they've posted. I'm going to do the same thing. Um, and, and get into their shit because they're doing good things. They're doing great things.
0: Um, and, uh, that's all I got to say. Fucking thanks for coming and thanks for this. Yeah, this was incredible. I uh, couldn't thank you guys enough. Uh, again, let me try to close this out, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute my mic. All right, bye, Felicia. Yeah. Hey. And anyway, uh thank you for listening to. Before I forget, and Grant, uh, Grunts and Appalachia. Uh, this is the start of something I'm awesome. Stop
1: you right there Tyree. It's Drunkson Appalachia. Latcha. Okay. fucking West Coast. I swear uh, to god. I'm and sorry, you know, John, man. you even
3: asked like what do people
0: think of like where
3: you're from like inbred blah 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 and can, and I feel like this for local listeners. Tyree? Yes. What do you think of people in West Virginia?
0: West Virginia. I, okay. <laughs> it's like
3: I never thought of anyone uh, Yeah. Soakin like <laughs> to, a true California. To
0: be honest, I probably couldn't even spot it on a map. <laughs> That's a no, lie. Exactly That's a lie. That. I don't know that. Yeah. We're the okay. Best of
1: Virginia, though, but uh, it's Appalachia, not Appalachia.
2: I say Appalachia also. People, people
1: get very offended by that oh. by here. And I'm not from here. I'm from Florida and oh. Brandon's from Kansas. And Brandon says the same thing sometimes. I have to correct him because my wife gets so mad about it. But guys, it has been such a pleasure sitting down and talking to y'all. It's awesome to connect with other veterans anytime
0: we can. And we have greatly appreciated it. No problem, man. Okay. So, I'm going to mute everyone so I can close this out. Thank you for listening to our shows. It has been fantastic. We air Mondays and Thursdays sometimes. Check it out. Have a good day.